0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pro Wrestling Doc Cools Best of 2021. We're actually putting out a free podcast in the year of our Lord 2021. Can you put oh, this going Oh, is this going to be free? Yes. The, the the best and worst of all are always free. The, oh,
1: it's right. It's the, the lists that are on Patreon.
0: Yeah, the, the lists that we whittle down from are on Patreon.
1: Which well, is why for we're making sure that we're putting out a great episode where we're all going to be really happy to be here and like making really great content that's gonna convince people to listen to us
0: well john i I asked the other day I said, Are, is this a thing we're gonna do?" and you did not say no. In fact, you said yes, so that's on you. Hi, John. I'm going
1: back to sleep, fuck this
2: Hi Oscar Hey I'm It It is true that you you did say If y'all are serious about this I will get myself Redacted when I get home tonight
1: So that I have no choice
2: but to pass out Around 9 or 10, just say the word
1: And I did it And I'm still mad that you fucking uh, Did this (laughs) You did also say I'm gonna regret the shit out of this
2: and that we yeah. were going to get half tired, and belligerent, John. Yeah, and you got it. Yeah, it's just... Just for the folks at home, we're recording this at, like, 5.30 in the morning. It is 5.35 a.m. on December 21st, 2021. And I feel actually justified in saying that because it fits the tone of the
0: conversation. You, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to take that out. We're... we're the people know by now we don't record this on Christmas. Or... We're in your ear right now. Yeah, you're enjoying us during your holiday season. You're you're welcome. I hope you're enjoying this. We do this for you. Anyway, we have a bunch of categories here for the best of episode. And uh, unlike years past, where we started breaking it up into two uh, two podcasts, we're just going to do one podcast. One long, wonderful podcast for all of you. Shall we get started? Yeah. Alright, so the way it works is that we have a list of nominees that we're going to whittle down to a winner and two runners-up. So essentially, you know, a first place and then two backups. So let's start with the first category for 2021, it's Best New Theme Song, which I have a feeling I'm going to listen to some of these. Uh the nominees are Tarzan Boy, which is Jungle Boy's theme, Where's My Mind, which is Orange Cassidy's theme, The Pinnacles Four Horsemen Ripoff, Wild Thing by John Moxley, uh, for John Moxley. This is the, the one he's using now, not the the one he used the first week.
2: Right? Yeah, not the Chogs one, the X version.
0: Okay, good. I don't know why they did
2: that. Because if you, if, I, I mean, look, I can tell you why they did that, but we'll get into it.
0: Okay. Uh, Kingdom, Symphonic Remix for Cody Rhodes. Miro's Conan the Barbarian thing. Well, it's the Paul White. Uh, Dark Side of TR, which is FTR. And Hook's Action Bronson theme.
1: The song is called The Chairman's Intent.
2: The Hook theme is The Chairman's Intent?
1: Yes. Yes. Alright, so Paul White It Weiss- feels weird that we have just a bunch of fucking licensed songs on here. I it feels weird that here.
2: there's just a bunch of fucking licensed songs in wrestling. But I wanna but I wanna throw them in because I feel like one, yeah, I really like a lot of the licensed music and I they are themes.
0: I think only one of the licensed songs should be on the list. And I think it has to be Tarzan
2: Boy. So I, I, I do agree that Tarzan Boy is the one that probably makes it, but I feel like I feel like Wild Thing just because it's it adds so much to the John Moxley package
0: it, do, it does, but if we're going to say which one's better to sing along to, it's clearly Tarzan Boy
2: yeah, but I'm not willing to I, I'm willing to have two licensed themes on here
0: alright, well let's leave them on for now let's get rid of Where Is My
2: Mind yeah, I can get rid of Where Is My Mind
0: Okay, so I will eliminate that right now.
2: I also want to say I have a three here. Okay, let's hear it. Um, FTR, FTR Jungle Boy, and... Uh, well, I have a two. FTR and Jungle Boy I feel like have to stay on here. And then for me, the third spot's between the Pinnacle, Moxley, and Hook. I'm listening to FTRs right now. It's, this is really FTR's theme. Yeah, it's it's FTR's a theme is really good. It's based on the. It's an homage to the Midnight Express.
1: It's really good.
2: Uh, it's, it's like I just wouldn't expect this for them, and
0: it's I, clearly I shows how much I've sh- seen of them wrestling. This is great. It's
2: so good.
0: You know what? I'm yeah, I'm on board. F- FTR and Tar- and the uh, Jungle Boy had to be on the list. Yeah, and then the third one is Paul White. <laughs> Let's fucking go.
2: It's so funny. that it it's is it's the same song. It is pretty funny. But you can argue that it's so close to the same song, it doesn't count as a... Hear new. me
0: out, it's, it does the well, and I enjoy it. It's very good content.
2: I'm not denying that. I'm not ready to get rid of it, then. Alright, I feel like we can get rid of the symphonic Cody Rhodes theme... I liked it when I heard it, but he used it once and it's bad.
0: I don't don't need
2: to hear it to know that it shouldn't be on here. It's It's the one... Cody theme. Pardon?
1: It's just the Cody theme.
2: Yeah, but it loves America.
0: I'm going to re-listen to this Pinnacle theme.
1: Uh, I also feel like we can get rid of Miro's theme. I don't like the Pinnacle theme. I'd rather have the Miro theme than the Pinnacle theme. I yeah this pinnacle theme is fine. I'm, I'm I I I can get rid of it. Like it's fine. It's not bad. Nothing about it's bad. It's just yeah, it sounds like another it sounds like another generic four horseman knockoff theme. I feel like, like, like yeah, and tell I tell me how this is any different from what Fortune used. I feel like I really liked the pinnacle theme
2: when I heard it and then the FTR theme showed how you actually do a uh how you actually
0: do a retro homage. Exactly. Yeah, I want to keep Mirror's theme for now. I'm I'm listening to it, and it's real good. We're all in agreement we can cut Paul White? No. We're not in all agreement. I would get rid of uh, Hook's theme before that.
1: I'd also get rid of Hook's theme. I'm okay with getting rid of Hook's theme.
0: Hook's theme is funny, but it's not the best theme.
1: Hook's theme Hook's. is great and and really fitting, but also at the end of the day, I don't really like Action Bronson. Damn, <clears throat> had to do it to
2: him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I I think I'm the only one here that like actually really likes Hook's theme, and I don't think it's top three. It's per it's perfect for him. My top three is still Jungle Boy Moxley FTR.
0: My three is Jungle Boy, Miro, and FTR.
2: So we're in agreement that we can get rid of Paul White if it's not in the, if it's not in your top three. John, is Paul White's in your top three? Fuck no. I I just wanted it to last longer. I'm glad it did. It's very funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, I it's enjoy very it. Very funny. So we're down to four. So we need to get rid of one. Is it going to be Moxley or is it going to be Miro? John, I think you're the decider on this. That Miro theme is real good. That Miro theme is real And good, it's not right? licensed.
2: But what does it being licensed have to do with anything?
0: I'm just saying. I want to give it more credit because they actually made something for Miro.
2: Yeah, they made the Conan the Barbarian theme. Hell yeah, they did i how is a ripoff really any different than a license theme at the end of the day?
0: You're asking someone who worked on music licensing this question. I know how legally it's different. I know I'm just teasing you.
1: It's a good rip off though
2: it is a good rip off
0: John, which one There's... do you want? Have you re-listened to Miro's theme?
2: It's very good. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up Miro's theme again. I just did, and I was like, yeah, this is good.
1: It's very, it's very quality. Also, we'll put in the actual title. Redeemer.
0: But also put Miro's uh, Cone of Barbarian thing in parentheses. Because we can't, we can't get rid of how funny it is. The way you wrote it. Because these lists do go up on the Patreon over at uh, patreon.cool.
2: The Miro... I don't know. The Miro theme is really good. Yeah. But... I feel like I'm not going to... I feel like... I feel like I'm not going to remember it. I feel like I'm always going to have to look it up and go...
1: Oh, fuck yeah. Miro's theme is really good.
2: Whereas yeah, uh, sure Wild consequently, Thing because Wild...
1: Miro's Miro's theme is exclusively Miro's theme. Wild Thing is good, it's also just Onita's theme. And uh, that's also true. You know what? Fair. I'm I'm going to get rid of it then. I think I yeah.
2: All right, Miro's theme's top 3.
1: All right. And like, I, I it's it's perfect. Like again, Wild Thing, it's perfect for Moxley. It's great for him. It's it's a really great use of that song and especially that cover. Again, it's just yeah, I get it, because you're American Onita. Yeah, no, fair. And the
0: winner is Jungle Boy.
2: I was going to say the winner is FTR. I know, I'm, I'm joking, winner. it's
1: FTR. The winner is FTR.
0: I, I know, I was joking, it's FTR, FTR is the winner. Because it's an original song, and it's kick-ass, it's an yeah, it, homage.
2: And it's perfect for FTR in a way that you wouldn't expect.
0: Yeah, like, when I listened to it, I like, I didn't expect this, but then I was like, yeah, okay, this actually works. So there you go, congratulations to uh Dark Side of TR, FTR Steam for being the best new theme song. With the runners up, uh Tarzan Boy for Jungle Boy, and Redeemer, which is Miro's theme. Let's go to this next list and I'm already looking at one of these very t- interested in hearing the defense for it. Most potential in the next year. The nominees
1: are Max Caster. Uh, hold on, we need to explain what this category is.
2: Alright, please tell us. I mean, why the fuck do I have
1: to do it?
0: Because
2: this
1: is a category for people that we think are going to really blow up next year. But remember, the whole point is that, you know, it's it's not like we think that they're going to be successful. It's that if we had if we had the book, this is who we would book as, like, the next big thing. Based on their work from this year, indeed. And right, be- I forgot.
2: I forgot that it's
1: if we had the book, not who we think.
0: We are the Booker
1: men. Yeah, because I mean, look if if it's who we think, then the answer is always going to be Roman Reigns, the big. But Roman I feel like I, I. But also, I feel like it's people that aren't
2: big this year that will be big next year.
1: I mean, yeah, Roman
0: Reigns. I mean, the second person is always big. It's just it's heightened. You can't teach that. And the nominees are Max Caster, Omos, Jade, Car- Jade Cargill, Danhausen, Hook, and Braun
2: Breaker.
1: Why the fuck is Omos on this list? That's, Omos is terrible. Uh, I put
2: him on there after watching that WrestleMania match and thought, man, Omos could be a big deal. And then I was, and then I watched more Omos and I was like, no, he's not
1: going to be. Guess what? I we're in December. I mean, he fi- he finally turned on AJ Styles, aren't you? Oh, oh,
2: did he, did they finally do it?
1: Yeah, they did it on Raw last night. Very good.
2: So it's after the cutoff, so uh, it doesn't count.
0: You know what? That's fair. But also it's December. Omas is the same level he was at. That- I would argue Omos is worse. You know what? That's fair. He is probably worse.
2: Obas who is the inaugural winner of least potential in the next year. Word?
0: Uh someone explain to me why Max Caster should be on this list.
2: Uh so I I put Max Caster on there and I, I stand I do stand by it, although I feel like maybe it's most potential in twenty twenty-three now. Instead of next year, because of his incident that I think cooled him off a bit, but I think, I I think that I I still stand by Max Caster being on here because they have been reintroducing him onto Dynamite, like they're letting him out in front of a live crowd. He's still really over. I think it's still a great gimmick. You know, I think that Ma- I think that Max Caster. Maybe not world champion level, but I could see Max Caster at the level of a TNT champion.
0: I think the best thing Max, Max Caster has done this year was not on TV. And that was that those two promos that John and I saw. Do you remember those, John?
1: They were pretty good. Where he
0: challenged Tony Khan to a, to a rap battle at Grand Slam, and then the next week he comes out and... Who the heck was it?
1: Which rapper came out for Tony Khan? I don't remember. It was very strange.
2: I mean, hey, I would argue stuff like that. I don't, and I I will say, I don't think Max Caster is... Well, actually, no, maybe Max. I think maybe Max Caster's top three, but I'm willing to let him go. It wasn't Little Yachty, was it? It might have been Little Yachty. But anyway, my point is, is I feel like all that stuff kind of just adds to the fact that, yeah, Max Caster has a lot of potential. Yeah, he's not... Like yeah, his best stuff this year wasn't on TV, but he's doing entertaining stuff. He's still, I think, a highlight of dynamite. I'm not willing to cut Caster yet.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm I agree. Not ready to cut him yet, but I'm not convinced yet that he's top
2: three. Again, I don't necessarily think he's top three, but I feel like there's a chance he could be. I think Braun Breaker could be top
0: three, despite I think Bron the
1: Breaker name. Is abs- I think Braun Breaker is absolutely top three. For as horrible as his fucking stupid name is, like, yo, I'm sorry, he's still a Steiner. So here's here's my top three. It's the last three on this list: Danhausen,
2: Hook, Braun Breaker.
0: You know, what? I I don't hate it. I don't think Danhausen's gonna, you know, well, again, if, if we're going by like the how we're defining this category, sure, but realistically, I don't see him having a lot of potential next year.
2: Oh, no, and I will make my... I actually... When I was looking at these nominees just before we started yeah. recording, in my mind, Dan Housen was the winner of this category.
1: I don't know about that. I... The issue that I have here is that I feel like with the cult fucking following that he's been building up over the past several months, is as I actually do feel like Dan Housen has a lot of potential to really like... Blow, go to AEW and blow up next year. And I the problem that I have with this is that I don't get Danhausen.
0: Here's the other thing to consider: you know who else had a big indie following online and then had a shot in AEW and fell on his face?
2: Warhorse. I feel like it's a. I feel like Danhausen and Warhorse are on a different level, though.
0: Oh well, yeah, because
2: not is more of a comedy character, but also. Here here's the thing with Danhausen and I and I will say I kind of I'm with John in the sense of I don't quite get Danhausen but I'm starting to get there. I'm starting to kind of understand the appeal. Uh-huh. Um I also think yeah, he's poised given he's very close with he's very close with a lot of guys in that AEW locker room. He's already been on the Jericho Cruise. With Ring of Honor basically releasing everybody, it's inevitable Dan Housen's going to show up in AEW. I think that he has the perfect potential because, hey, you know what? You know what? Other gimmick I didn't really get until I saw it presented better in AEW. You Orange, Orange Cassidy. Cassidy, yeah, yeah. But
0: I, I, don't know if you have two characters like that, and it but works
2: they're not nice. the same. They're not the same character they're completely different like it's not two characters like that it's just in the sense of yeah they're both kind of weird comedy-ish indie guys who can actually go like the thing is is that yeah Danhausen can wrestle
0: well here here's the other issue I have with Danhausen with AEW is that you know what 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 is his gimmick he's like he's uh, you know he's goofy but he also he's spooky
2: yeah that's the dark order Sure, but again, they already have that. But I feel like it. I feel like it's so Dan.
1: Housen like, is what if that, but Conan O'Brien.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
0: If they put him in the Dark Order, I might be on board. Like
2: again, here's the thing. I think if we're going based purely off of potential, not execution, just potential, no one has a higher ceiling. Than Danhausen.
0: No, there's one other person who has. There's two other people to hire, and they're going to be in the top three with him.
2: But are we settled on Danhausen, Hook, and Braun bring the top three? Yes,
0: I, I I think Jade Cargill is fine. I think Jade Cargill's fine as well.
1: She's Jade, Jade Cargill's fine, but I, yeah, I feel like she hasn't improved as much as I would have liked to have seen. Yes. Yeah.
0: But I I still think the winner has to be Braun Breaker because. He's a Steiner, and also he referenced
2: the Steiner promo. I mean, I would argue. I would argue, though. Does Braun Breaker have potential in WWE next year?
0: They seem very. They gave him a title shot, and they're going to give him another title shot. I have high hopes for him. They Braun seem Hawker
1: is very good at his job. Braun Breaker is a very good wrestle man. mm Hmm nothing I have seen with Braun Breaker has impressed me like that one hook match.
0: But we've only had one hook match. True. But again, this is
1: based on potential. In that one hook match, I've already feel like Hook has fucking got it. Okay. Yeah,
2: and also I feel like, I feel like, yeah, Hook kind of has a similar thing in that... Yeah, it started like like with Danhausen, it started out I think definitely as a joke. I think the hook, I think the hook fandom started out very ironically. How dare you? And then once everybody could see, oh shit, he can actually wrestle. Maybe like his debut had the potential I think to be the thing that completely killed hook if he was even slightly mediocre and it's like, oh yeah, no, okay, this all just was a big be- this all just was an ironic joke.
1: All right, I I, I could go with Hook. Hook. They sent Hook, and look what he did.
0: I want to. I'm looking forward to his next match to see if he can keep it going.
2: You know, like here's the thing. I think if we just wait, it Hook is the winner because Danhausen's my number one. Braun, I'm guessing, is Owens' number one. Uh-huh. But Hook and. Hook is John's number one, and it's both of our number twos.
0: That's what, I, that's what I'm getting at. I'm I'm okay with Hook being the winner. I just don't think Danhausen would be. So let I can I can fuck with Hook. I know you could, Oscar. I know you could. Have you seen that
1: fucking hair?
2: Yeah. And you know what? I do like that botch. I do like that that botch- ending that was submitted that I don't know if he used, but that I posted. Hook's entire AEW gimmick in a nutshell, and it's just the, oh, but the little guy hasn't done anything yet, but you know it's going to be good.
0: <laughs> but then he did something.
2: And it was good. <laughs> it was good.
0: So congratulations to Hook. The most potential in the next year with the runners-up Dan Housen and Bron Breaker. Let's move on to the next category. It's Best Show Aesthetic. And by that, we mean the graphics, the presentation, the staging. You know, it's just everything about the show outside of the actual wrestling. Like, the way they're presenting it to us. And the nominees are NXT New Year's Evil, AEW Winner is Coming, NXT 2.0 Halloween Havoc, WWE Extreme Rules, and AEW full gear and John, I saw you just add full gear and that was a great choice because I forgot about those matchup graphics where the faces were half gears
1: and the the cool set
0: and the well yeah the cool set too but I was, the thing I remember most of that was the crazy gear faces.
1: I don't know why Winter is coming on here. The only thing that I that was remotely memorable about the aesthetic is Wangman, and I'm not sure that that's top three <laughs> material.
0: <laughs> I just I just wanted to add things because we didn't have a lot on here. And I looked at it and went, eh, the snow was cool.
2: Hey, I, I'll, I'll throw it out there. I think Winter is Coming is still in to my top three of these, of these five. This wasn't
1: a banger year for show aesthetics. I don't was remember cool. anything about Extreme Rules.
2: Extreme it's Rules, the same as last year, but it's no longer the horror show.
0: It's the... It was the purple and the green that I like. I like it. I like it could it look so different from everything else. They actually like decided not to make it red and blue.
2: I my my top 3 is New Year's Evil Winter in Full Gear. But I could hear the argument for NXT 2.0 Halloween Havoc even though it sucked.
0: My my 3 would be uh New Year's Evil, Extreme Rules in full gear.
1: How about the aesthetics of those weird impact shows that where they're doing Southpaw?
0: I've not seen Are those. those. Good. I, I I forgot I forgot those happened. You know what? I would put that over uh, with Extreme
2: Rules in full gear. Yeah, if you know the name of the show, uh, there's been I, a couple
1: of them. I'll we'll have to look it up. If if you can. Th-
2: they should
0: send us a picture of it, too, because I want to see it. Because I vaguely I, I, I remember it now, and I remember it being... Yeah, yeah I kinda I, I R- rhinos remember. on
2: here, that's funny. Throwback Throwdown. What was it called? Throwback Throwdown.
0: All right, I'll, I'll put on the list. You, put, you send us a picture of it.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at this. It is... It is exactly the aesthetic you think it is.
0: Did you have a picture for the group? I
2: have a picture of the matchup card. Posting it now. It,
0: I have a feeling I know what that's going to look like. I have a video. Yeah? Okay, that's kind of cool with the IPW. That, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, Okay. This is top three. And just yeah, like just watch the video and and look at how they nail it.
2: Oh, this is perfect.
1: You know what? This might win.
0: Oh man, this might win. I think this this does win. This is great. The the camera angle. Oh man, this is great. The back.
1: The costumes that everybody has. Yeah.
0: I know this is uh, NWA's whole thing, but they but this is just...
2: far more. This is South Park because everybody's getting actual like gimmicks and shit.
0: I know, but I'm saying that not just that, not just it's not just a throwback stack that's based on something else. This is them creating their own yeah. crazy ass one because there is no old school history for Impact. This is great. I love it. This is the winner. Yeah, and I think Full Gear and Extreme Rules are the the runners up.
1: No. Oh, come on. It's, it's technically Throwback Throwdown 2.
2: Um, i mean I I actually... The one I feel strongest about that I feel really has to make top three I want New Year's Evil on there. I... The show wasn't great, but I really love the hand-drawn aesthetic.
1: That yeah, sounds okay. cool. Yeah, New Year's Evil Full Gear Throwback Throwdown 2. Aww... All yeah, right. like...
0: I, I guess Extreme Rules isn't that... Alright. It's all the
2: right. same well, aesthetic as last year, and it wasn't a good aesthetic then.
1: I I like it. I like the aesthetic, but it's the same as last year. Other, aside from not being the horror show! And I mean, admittedly, Full Gear's aesthetic is also the same as last year's. But it didn't have the cool stage last year. True. Like, that that stage with all the gears and the moving stuff, like... They did it way cooler than they did it in 2019. Yeah. No, 100%. Alright. I'm, I'm okay with this list. But throwback throwdown.
0: Fucking A. That came out of nowhere. I was, that was good. Okay. I
1: mean, it didn't come out of nowhere. They've done it before.
0: Yeah, no, this, they no, did it no, in 2019 no, as well. No, no. what I mean is like, it wasn't on the list and it just showed up on the list and one. Right. That's what I mean by it came out of nowhere is I wasn't even considering it. So, congratulations, Impact's uh, throw, Throwback Throwdown 2, The Best Show Aesthetic of 2021, The Runners-Up, NXT New Year's Evil, and AEW Full Gear. Next up, we have Most Improved. And this is for the wrestler from last year, throughout this year, has really, you know, improved in the ring, on the microphone, just her whole thing. They went for someone that we went, "Ah, who even even cares about this person? Hey, I'm taking notes and this person is one of the best things going.
2: Didn't Miro win this last year? Uh, Did he? Look it up.
0: And while you do that, I'll say the nominees and we'll see if he gets eliminated or not.
1: I hope he didn't win it last year.
0: The nominees are Miro, Jade Cargill, Matt Cardona, Tay Conti, and Sammy Guevara.
2: Okay, wait, no, yeah, Miro didn't win it last year. Then he's on the list.
1: Miro wasn't even nominated last year.
2: I know, I... I that's right, he's, he was still doing the gamer gimmick, and that was worse gimmick. He sure was. So, let
0: me just say, Mac Cardona has to be on this.
2: Matt Cardona wins
1: this category. Well,
0: well yeah, I don't want to say that yet. He probably is, but I don't want to say no, it yet. No,
1: I'm, I'm saying it right now. The three is Miro, Cardona, Conti, and Matt Cardona wins. I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah. Sammy Guevara was always fine. I would say, actually, Sammy Guevara regressed this year. I don't think he regressed, but I think that he hasn't, like done that much more to show that he's on another level I think he's jade- a bad face, but we'll do that that's next week okay i think he's a i think he's a fine face, but whatever jade Cargill has not improved that much agree well
2: i mean she improved
1: if it's relative she improved based on a uh, she improved based on where she was last year. No, she's, like, uh, don't get me wrong, she's absolutely improved. She hasn't improved that much. Yeah. But uh, Tay Conte has been really impressive this year. Tay Conte went from an NXT also ran that, like, she's, she's fine, she's got, there's something to her, but, like, whatever, to, like, yeah, they put her in like a fucking main event match, and I'm not gonna say that she was like amazing, but like it was. Yeah, you know what? There's there's someone legit here. Uh, there's something legit here. Um, I will say, I, the one thing I would suggest is do we replace Tay Conti with Ruby Soho? No, she's always been f- good. Yeah, I feel like Ruby Soho's always been
2: good. She's just getting the opportunity to show that she's good. Tay Conti is someone who. To your exact point. Whoa, she's good?
0: Well, I can't believe Ruby Soho didn't get nominated for Best New Theme, since we're doing all licensed stuff. And Ruby
2: Soho's okay. Dang. I don't Ruby know. Soho was
1: expected.
2: Uh, yeah, okay.
1: And again, I don't love Rancid.
0: Alright. But, yeah, Maca has to win, because he pretty much put, you know, Game Changer and all the other companies that he worked in on the map
2: just by doing the stupid shit he's been doing. He's the only, he's like, the only person I've ever seen go to the indies and do the, I'm an ex-WWE guy gimmick that didn't feel sh- like the worst fucking most just like, worthy bullshit.
0: He won the GCW title and dressed up as ECW Vince Man.
1: Yeah, And made it a spinner belt
0: He had the macho king crown (laughs) He
1: turned it into the the GCW Universal Championship He is the fucking worst Matt Cardona is actually the best heel in this industry
0: Uh, Agreed He just recently just quit GCW You know, storyline
1: wise I don't know if also he, for real. He also keeps he also keeps smashing his fiance in the fucking head with things. Well, you know what? She she had it coming.
0: But yeah, I think my current runner has to win because this is the best year of his career. Even though he won the Intercontinental title out of WrestleMania, this is still the best year of his career. This year he got to
1: hold a belt for more than a day. Yeah, and it was, but it wasn't that much longer. Yeah.
0: So yeah, congratulations to Mac Cardona, the most improved of twenty twenty one. The runners up, Miro and Tay Conti. All right, We're get, the next two categories are gonna be fun ones, because they're very much our shit over here. progressing wrestling, cool. Let's do the dot coolest spot no longer sponsored
1: why, I'm no Tommy Tallarico fuck that guy
0: alright that's why I wanted to say just I want you guys to say fuck that guy alright that coolest spot the nominee so this is for s- dumb stupid shit in wrestling I thought this is right. just the best spot yeah, the, yeah the, these are, but these are stupid ass spots usually that as most is good doing. spots are that's why it's not the best spot, it's not the coolest spot, because it's the thing that's extremely our shit. Yeah. The nominees are... Exploding Barbed Wire Baseball Bat from AEW Revolution. Moxley Escaping the One-Winged Angel with the Power of Explosives from AEW Revolution.
1: Man, what a cool match that nobody remembers is actually being cool, because of that ending.
2: Yeah. I will fight for it. Alright, we'll, we'll get there. I have
1: the t-shirt.
2: <laughs>
0: Bad Bunny does a goddamn Canadian Destroyer from WrestleMania 37 Night 1. Kenny Omega hits Pac with all his belts from AEW Double or Nothing. Petey Williams hits a Canadian Destroyer off Ultimate X from Impact Wrestling Slam Reversary. The Young Bucks fuck up a dunk, hit a driver from the July 28th episode of AEW Dynamite, aka Fight for the Fallen. John Moxley and Minoru Suzuki Trade Blows from AEW All Out. A goddamn Thumbtack Shoe from AEW All Out. And Flaming Table from AEW Dynamite on December 1st.
2: Moxley escaping the one-wing danger with the power of explosives has to be top three. I do not care what the other ones are, but I need that on there.
0: Remind me exactly how he escaped with the power of
2: explosives. Moxley, Moxley was in was getting set up into one winged angel position, uh-huh. and because it was the exploding barbed wire death match, if you touched the ring ropes, a C four, explosion would go off. Yeah, and while he's in the setup position for the one winged angel, he's like. Forcing Kenny, like, he he himself touches
1: the explosives to cause everything to go off, which causes him... Wasn't it that he got hit with the one-winged Angel, and then he he got his foot on the ropes to cause the explosion? Yeah, that's
2: it.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought it was, too. It was on the rope, and it blew up. That's great. That's gotta be on the list.
2: I don't want to watch that match again.
0: How do you guys feel about Bad Bunny doing the Canadian Destroyer?
2: It was really cool and it unexpected. It's list. not top three.
1: I don't think it belongs on this list because Bad Bunny didn't actually do anything. The person doing the Canadian Destroyer doesn't actually do anything. It's the person taking the Destroyer that does all the work. All you're all you're saying here is, yeah, John Morrison is good at doing a backflip.
2: I think it's, it's really- just because in the moment it's like... It was an unexpected move that you don't expect a celebrity to do.
1: It's true. You don't expect a celebrity to do it. The celebrity also wasn't required to do anything because it was just John Morrison doing a backflip.
0: That's fair. Okay. It's off the list. I think Moxley and Suzuki Train Blows should be off Who's the list. Who's
2: John Moxley? It's
0: I, I don't know who put that there. Wasn't. Don't, don't blame me. Anyway... I think it should be on the list because, hey, guess what? They had matches where they did a lot of this, and it was better.
2: Yeah, it was a cool mo. I, it was a cool moment, but not a dot coolest moment. Oh, this is that. This is not coolest spot. This is a moment. That's I know. Whatever. As I said, this this would have belonged more in cool in best moment, but it's not fitting for what we have as the actual category for best moment.
0: All right. Uh,
2: Can someone tell me about the uh,
0: the Young Bucks
1: spot? The Young Buck spot fucking ruled. Yeah, they. It's exactly what it sounds like. There was a basketball hoop. They went to do a dunk. It p- p- failed. It, it, went, it was to do a. No, it was. He was going to hit a dunk while doing a fucking uh, melter driver. He fucks up the dunk. It was hilarious. Was that a In botch fact- or was that intentional? It was it was a botch, but it was a perfect botch.
0: Was this when they dress up as the Toon Squad? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is this I think this should stay around for a bit.
1: I, yeah, it I, was, I it it was it was a botch because they they showed it on BTE of them practicing them doing the spot beforehand and like them nailing it a bunch of times when practicing and then fucking it up when they you know actually had to do it. But again. The fact that they fucked it up made it even better because fuck them.
2: So I will also say to the bad body point there is a much better Canadian destroyer spot on here.
1: Well yeah. So we, I'm I'm assuming from re- this he did it off of the big scaffolding that I I I literally if right. you click it it's a gif of it. That's fine.
0: I think it's I don't think it's that great but it's fine. The match was
2: really good, and it was just a great, it's just like, I, I actually watched this match live, and I'm like, god damn, that spot's really good. <laughs> See, if you went
0: have off the actual top of it, it would have been crazier, and also would have caused murder, but...
2: Yeah, I don't think it hangs, I just wanted to shout it out. It's a good spot.
1: It's a good spot, people should look at it. It's a good spot, it also just looks kind of weird, and it's kind of confusing.
0: Yeah. Um, so if we're keeping the, ex- the one winged angel spot do we also keep the exploding barbed
2: wire bat probably not it that, was a cool was a, that was a good weapon I, I feel like I feel like there's enough things in here that in, that in future years if we want to make this dumb podcast even longer we could add best weapon as a probably, thing but we have to have at least three of those I feel like we could think of three good weapons.
0: Well, not not this year.
2: Yeah, but my so my three. um... Wing angel, pile driver, thumbtack shoe.
0: Tell me, tell me about this thumbtack shoe. It's a shoe with
2: thumbtacks on the bottom, and the young bucks hit the young bucks kicked fucking Pentagon's face with this shoe.
0: It was pretty fucked up. I
1: remember this. And
2: then you could see just Pentagon's blood go on the ring.
1: It was actually, like, really fucking brutal. The one argument would you rather I have, have that about or... the thumbtack shoe is that it's not like this is the first time that the Bucks have done this before. Yeah.
0: Does that make it not cool? No, but I'm asking, do we, would we rather have that or would we rather have Omega hit and Pac with all the belts?
2: Mega hitting Pac with all the belts was good.
1: Yeah, it was, it was
0: pretty good. freaking funny. You just keeps getting handed to him. He just keeps doing it. It's
1: pretty funny. I don't think it's as good
2: as the flaming table,
1: if I'm being honest. Really, the flaming table was very cool, but also pretty unnecessary. I
2: think also, um, I think also though, part of what for me what makes it so great is seeing the flaming table, just like on free weekly television.
0: We also had a Nick Gage match on free television. The,
2: yeah, we had a Nick Gage match on free television, but hey, I'll throw it out there. The Flaming Table was more unexpected. You know what a Nick Gage match is going to be. That's I did true. not expect Cody Rhodes just randomly to set a table on, or Brandy to set a table on fire.
1: It was very unnecessary, though. It fucking ruled! It did fucking rule, but I I felt... I don't know. As much as I was kind of down on it having it before, I feel like the thumbtack shoe actually made more sense for the match that they were having and worked way better into the story than the flaming table did.
2: What about one wing angel belts pile driver then?
0: I'm, I'm okay with that.
1: I'd rather go one wing angel pile driver thumbtack shoe. I mean, look, that
2: was my original top three, i so I, I I'm, happy to, I'm happy to not compromise Cody on this. Shut by up. instead compromising the Cody spot. No. It's 6.17am and I'm just as perky and terrible as always. Merry Christmas.
0: Alright, we have our three. We have the explosives, we have the pile driver, we have the thumbtack shoe.
2: I feel like explosives wins this.
0: I don't know. I, I John was convincing me on that pile driver. The pile driver was Fucking great.
2: Up
1: the dunk was really funny, but it was it's a bunch. not coolest spot. It's not best spot. But then Hear he turned up, it. But then he turned it around and he dunked it. And then is like, that's what I meant to do. All right, fair.
2: Yeah. Once you throw in that part, this wins. I forgot about go. that part.
0: That. That, that pretty much is the spirit of this category.
2: Yeah, I forgot about the part I forgot about the part where he actually dunked it afterwards.
1: And so again said that's
0: what I meant to do. <laughs> congratulations to the young bucks fucking up a dunk and then hitting a pile driver. And then I guess also hitting the dunk afterward, because that's what he meant to do. From Fight for the Fallen, the Doc Coolest spot. The rudder's up. Uh, Moxley escaping the one-winged angel with the power of explosives from AEW Revolution, and a goddamn thumbtack shoe from AEW All Out.
1: Now comes right. the worst category.
0: You mean the best category? This is, we're all doing all the best this, this uh, week, John. Yeah, but it's the still
1: the worst category.
0: Dot coolest moments. If you thought... The last category was good. This is literally anything that's extremely our shit from professional wrestling. It could be a promo. It could be a weird-ass video. It could...
2: In okay, fact, no. it will be a weird-ass video. Spoiler I, alert.
0: I, I disagree, but we'll get to it. Here are the nominees. Get ready for this list. I haven't even looked at all this.
1: What is this... What is Say this first it. thing? Just just <laughs> read as read it. What's on the paper, sir? All right. When
0: <laughs> were you? When find Bray Watts? Uh, Bray Watt. Thank you. Bray <laughs> Watt from WWE TLC tables, ladders, and chairs. <laughs> Dexter Lumis does commentary. Stay silent the entire match from NXT New Year's Evil. A bored lady with a mask shooting a flamethrower from AEW Revolution. WrestleMania Gets Rain Delayed from WrestleMania 37 Night 1. Hornswoggle plays a sad song for The Shields from Element Clips. Uh, DJ Conan from AEW Double or Nothing. TNT airs an ad for Domino's Just Nick Cage Pizza Cutter Jericho's head. (laughs) from the uh, July 28th episode of Dynamite aka Faithful for the Fallen Johnny Gargano reveals the special War Games figure to Adam Cole from Mattel's Amazon livestream revealing the new new figure Uh, Rob Van Dam introduces himself as the graphic introduces him in time with RVD from Dark Side of the Ring in time with RVD's pointing Pointing uh, Again, I, I, let me pull this out so I can actually see some of these long-ass stupid things. Alright. Uh, Arn Anderson tells Cody about his clock from the uh, September 29th episode of Dynamite. Roman Reigns talks shit about AEW being smaller than WWE proceeds to tie head-to-head with The Bunny from SmackDown and Rampage on, on uh, October 15th. And most I wasn't quite involved, sure how to list that show. That that works. And, uh... Bing Chilling. From some John Cena thing in China.
2: I know I'm the only one here that likes Bing Chilling, but goddamn Bing Chilling rules.
1: Bing Chilling. I I wanted it to be funnier. is fucking great, and there's been some very good memes about it. (laughs) I'm not ready to cut it yet. Okay. Dexter Loomis does commentary... It was a funnier bit when Orange Cassidy did it last year. And no, it's true. Just, and just fell asleep on commentary.
0: Yeah. Alright, I'm okay with cutting it. I, it's it's funny though.
2: It is funny. It's the first good thing Dexter Loomis ever did. Shut up. He, he did he did all the drawing stuff for that show. True, actually. So you like.
0: Let me tell I... you what needs to be on this list. Arn Anderson with the Glock has to be on this
2: list. Arn Anderson with the Glock has another place where it will win. Or where it will be top three at the very least.
0: I, I don't care. It deserves everything. No, I do not think this is the category for Arn Anderson. How dare you. John,
1: back me up on this. Um, I was, I was thinking about this as well. I think that, yeah, probably Arn Anderson makes more sense for the other category. All right. Where I feel like he's probably going to win. Okay. And also, I just feel like this is such a stuffed dot coolest moment category. However, wait- here's, here's the thing that I will say. If we were to change this moment to the time that Arn Anderson came out and pointed his finger gun at at Andrade and shot Cody out like a fucking bullet, then I think this fucking hangs. Do you want to change it? Also,
0: what about the time at Grand Slam where Arn Anderson just ate it off the
1: the, the, the ring apron? I mean, what about the time in the (laughs) December 1st Dynamite where Arn Anderson ate it off the ramp? (laughs) Oh, no!
0: So,
2: we'll we'll get back to that. John...
0: John, change it to the, the the
2: finger gun. John, if I could, uh, if I could raise a thing, I think that you and I both know there's one thing on this list that we have been say the entire time has to hang. I'm, I'm gonna look at this stupid clip. <laughs> yes, I've, not, right I've, not, I've
0: not seen it before. I saved it for this. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs>
2: I gonna watch the gigs. It's it's really good. <laughs>
1: Oscar, yeah. For as much as we pushed them as the true winner of that category, and they were the true winner of that category last year, this has not been a great year for Element Games. No, but this is yeah. There's still great moments. Element Games has been pretty hit and miss this year. John Cena, NWO has kind of fallen off and I'm really not into NWO Hollywood, or no. NWO Los Angeles Horde Wong- plays it- a sad song for The Shield with it's 210 views is proof that A. Element Games has still got it B. Element Clips is a really stupid idea, just put it on the main channel, <laughs> you fucking moron. C. Element Games is still it. <laughs> Continue <laughs> to play the same song for two more hours.
2: <laughs> as Gresh said in the comments, this is a fever dream, lol.
1: As, as Randall's okay. Epic said, what the F? <laughs> I think this is okay.
2: If it's the most PWC moment, I think it's Hornswoggle.
0: <laughs> I've... I... I I wouldn't argue against it being the top three. I don't know if it's gonna win, but I can put it in the I'm top three. I'm not willing to cut it yet. I, no. I have a top three. D- don't say it's Bing Chilling and Hornswoggle
2: and something. It's other it's thing. actually not Bing Chilling. As much as I love Bing Chilling, Bing um, pretty good. No, my- also
0: John, what up? Ep- what episode of Dynamite was the the finger gun from?
1: I need to figure
0: that out. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that we get it correct.
2: My top three is uh, Hornswoggle, Domino's ad, and then I don't have a solid third one. It's either Board Lady or the whole DJ Conan segment where, where we get taken to FTR's gay steel mill.
0: I, I kind of... What about Bray Wyatt getting set on fire?
2: A good moment in it was a good thing in the moment, but I feel like if it anything, was, it just led to the worst Bray Wyatt shit.
0: Well, yeah, but it, it was John watching his last hopes in the Fiend character just going up in flames. That was pretty, it was pretty funny. funny. It, it was pretty funny. John's John's still upset about it.
1: I like the, the War Games thing.
2: The war Games, yeah. <laughs> The War Games bit is really funny. I, 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 I'm,
0: I'm down with All that being the, the top
1: three. For that for a dumb bit about a guy that they fired. In his last thing he did for WWE. And yeah. again, they put the wrong and like Adam Cole is right, they put the wrong guy in the set the the guy that they put in the set was only in one war games match, and then they fired him like two months later.
0: Do you wanna hear my top three? I think it's uh Hornswoggle, because I can't get you guys to not have it in the top three. The war games thing. And R V D doing
2: the pointing. RVD doing the pointing was fun, but I I'm I feel so strongly about
1: TNT airing the ad for Domino's. I would also I would All also right. say that the top three is Hornswoggle, TN uh Domino's ad, Johnny it's Gargano, a- and Adam Cole.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very I'm happy okay. with that. I'm okay with that. I I can accept that, but the winner is not Hornswoggle plays. It's not Cessna for the Shield. It's not the winner. Well, you can be wrong. It's top three. It's not the winner. I think the winner has to be the the Domino's ad. (laughs) Because it was... They got so... The Thomas
1: got so fucking mad about it. WWE legit had stories planted to fuck with AEW over it.
2: Right? That
0: rules. The whole thing was just
2: (laughs) insane. It's insane. Like, also, that Domino's ad, I just remember, because I just started back at work when that happened... And the first thing I did with every single co I saw was, you need to fucking watch this. And their reactions were perfect every time. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, that's really funny.
0: I, I love it. I, I I think that should be the winner. Does anyone disagree? No. no. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So, congratulations to TNT Airs and Ad for Dominos, just as Nick Gage, Pizza Cutters, Jericho's Head... From the July 28th episode of Dynamite, a.k.a. Fight for the Fallen, the dot-coolest moment of 2021. The runners-up are Hornswoggle plays a sad song for the Shield from Element Clips, and Johnny Gargano reveals the special Wargames figure to Adam Cole from Mattel's Amazon livestream revealing the new figure. Keith Lee. <laughs> Keith Lee. <laughs> See, that was a good category. All right. This next category is very much up John Oscars uh shit. I've seen only let me see. I've seen I think I've seen one or two of these episodes. So, this is up to you guys. It is The Best Dark Side of the Ring episode. The nominees are The Ultra Violence of Nick Gage. Collision in Korea. Becoming Warrior. In the Shadow of Grizzly Smith The Dynamite Kid The Plane Ride from Hell The Double Life of Chris Canyon Blood and Wire, Onita's FMW Bikers, Bombs, and Bedlam, Johnny K-9 The Many Faces of Luna Fashan, Extreme and Obscene, Rob Black's XPW And The Steroid Trials up to you guys i'll i'll chime in when you guys have a top three
2: (laughs) okay so i my thinking here is one yeah it's every episode but the pillman episode because the pillman episode was never in contention yeah do you have a top so i have some ones that i feel like we can eliminate right away warrior was fine yeah, Warrior was fine. Um, I don't think it revealed anything new about the Warrior. Yeah. Um, I'm also...
1: I, f- I feel like... Steri-
2: the XPW can go...
1: I feel like the XPW episode can go. They didn't have a lot to say. There was, there was some interesting stuff in it, but they didn't have a lot to say. I also... F- I feel like they were expecting XPW to be like as wild as the Herb Abrams episode. Yeah. Or even the new Jack episode. Yeah. Um, look as as interesting as it is that they talked to Jerry McDevitt, like I feel like they didn't actually do a lot with the steroid trial episode. I think the steroid trial episode was really
2: good. I don't. I'm willing to cut it because I don't think it's top three. But I feel
1: like also. Like, yeah, I'm willing to cut it, but it was fantastic. I think it was a good episode where they they needed more time because they I feel like, you know, they it's like again, they have like they have like Meltzer and Wade Keller and, and people say, mentioning like, you know, oh yeah, the the prosecution really fucked up, and then they never delve into that at all. Yeah, this should have been a two parter. Yeah. Like there I feel like there was so much more that they could have discussed in this that they just didn't.
2: And, I, you know, what it did get me doing is it got me starting to listen to that Lapsed Fan podcast series where they literally have, like, 40 hours of content on it because they read the entire transcripts and then analyze every day of the trial. Um, By that same t- But I also feel like I'm ca- I feel like I'm willing to cut the FMW episode.
1: Yeah. I, again, I I thought they did a lot really right with the FMW episode, but like I don't know. I wish I wish
2: it was more about Onita. I thought once they got what like the Hayabusa stuff was interesting, but I feel like Onita is the like Onita's post FMW life where he ran for office was far more interesting to me. Yeah. Anyone, I feel like ones that I, I, I want to lock into. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say it now. I think I have a three. All right, let's hear it. Gage, Korea, Grizzly, Smith.
0: You're really not putting the Plane Ride from Hell Yeah, on there's
1: here? a part of me...
2: Plane Ride from Hell didn't... Sorry, what's that?
1: I get... So for me,
2: I guess with the Plane Ride from Hell it's really good did it re- I- and having the stewardess was impactful did it reveal anything that you didn't already know
1: i mean other than tommy dreamer's a piece of shit other than tommy dreamer's a shithead i mean look i think that if anything i think that's that that is the plane ride from Hell's strength, is that, like, it didn't re- it didn't necessarily reveal anything that we didn't already know, but, like, it did something important of recontextualizing this this event, one that for the past 20 years has pretty much just been like, all over dirt sheets and everywhere else. It's like, hey, hey, is this a crazy thing that happened? Ha, <laughs> it's funny, wrestlers being wrestlers. It's a ridiculous thing. Oh, well, anyway. And, like, recontextualizing, like, no, this is actually, like, a really funny, Fucked up and traumatic thing that happened. So here, why
2: don't we cut dynamite? Why don't we cut Dynamite Kid, which was good, but look, I you know, think it was can all cut right.
1: Everything except for those four. Yeah,
2: Canyon was all right. Johnny Canine, I loved because hey, it's Canadian biker shit, and Bed just reminds me that Hamilton's really a shithole.
1: Yeah, Louis was good. good.
2: Um, But, so for me, I think the Nick Gage episode was fascinating and is the only Dark Side of the Ring episode you can look at that was like, holy shit, they actually like, Nick Gage is a, they made Nick Gage, I think everything, I think a lot of stuff with Nick Gage this year didn't, doesn't happen without that Dark Side of the Ring episode. Like I think the Jericho like you know, the Jericho Gage match where MJF is just able to say one of the most dangerous people in the world, Nick Gage, doesn't happen without a bulk of the AEW audience being introduced to like the shit from
1: that I mean, episode. Look, I, I for me it's it's really just a matter of do would you play and ride from hell or collision in Korea.
2: And for me I think Collision Korea was more interesting. I almost liked how collision in Korea became this kind of dark comedy episode of just holy shit, these guys are these guys are morons and almost in many ways started an international incident and Eric Bischoff is deluded here. or all Eric Bischoff cares about is yeah, but Vince McMahon didn't do it. You're not wrong. Plus, you know, it's one of the rare instances of Chris Benoit preventing a murder.
0: All right, I'm swayed. Fuck you, Oscar. So do we have our three?
1: I think we have our three. Nick Cage wins. Okay. I think...
2: I think Nick Cage wins for all the reasons I just mentioned, but I do want to just shout out holy shit, the Grizzly Smith episode is like one of the most harrowing episodes yeah, this show it's has. It's
1: brutal. Done. It's why I don't really want to talk about it because it is just like actually fucking painful. Yeah.
0: Okay. Then uh Congratulations to the ultra-violence of Nick Gage being the best Dark Side of the Ring episode of
1: 2021. It's like the only episode of Dark Side of the Ring with a content warning, and yeah, it needs it.
2: Yeah. The only other episode of Dark Side of the Ring that made me feel like as empty as the Grizzly Smith one was the Von Erichs episode.
0: The runners-up are The Collision in Korea and In the Shadow of Grizzly Smith. Alright, you guys ready to to move on to the next category? Yeah. It it is Best Promo or Non-Wrestling Segment. The nominees are a a, A Paid Advertisement for All Elite Wrestling from the December 8th, 2020 episode of Impact Wrestling. Chris Jericho goes off on MJF and The Pinnacle from the April 7th episode of AEW Dynamite. Kenny Omega steals Orange Cassidy's sunglasses from Blood and Guts. CM Punk is back from The First Dance. Ruby Soho and Britt Baker get too real. This can't be put on TV from the September 19th oh, when episode they put it of on Rampage.
3: TV.
0: They shouldn't have. Also, it was whack. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. you. Uh, Arn Anderson tells Cody about his clock. You're going to tell me
1: that it wasn't as good as the last one on this list. I'll hear that argument. But no, it was not wax. Shut up. From the uh, September 29th episode of Dynamite.
0: Brian Danielson hates Adam Page's work work ethic from the November 17th episode of Dynamite. And CM Punk and MJF murder each other from the uh, November 24th episode of Dynamite. I have a three-
1: already? Do we want to yeah. include Roman Reigns comparing John Cena to the missionary position? I mean, it's not top three, but if you want to shout it out, then that's all. put it on the list. If it's not top three, then okay, that's all. Eh. I, mean, just the I mean, it's not my top three. Nah. It might be yours. You at home.
0: Okay, I'm saying if you want to put it on the list, then it'll be up for the patrons, I'll but if you don't want to, it's fine.
2: All right. So for me, uh a paid advertisement from All Elite Wrestling. Uh CM Punk and MJF murder each other and then either CM Punk is back or Brian Danielson hates Adam Page.
0: No way. You're not d- excluding this the Ruby Soho one and yeah, I- Anderson and the Glock one.
2: Okay, fine. Um but I- I feel so strongly that Ruby Soho and Britt Baker is not a top three promo. I watched it lie. I watched it because y'all kept telling me, holy shit, they're so this is so real. You know, this is like oh, wow. And then I'm like, I don't know. You weren't this there? Is... You're right, I wasn't there. But I watched it on T but I watched it on TV. It was, fucked, was fucked up and up. it was
1: great. You weren't there and you're bitter because you couldn't be there.
2: I'm not bitter because I couldn't be there.
1: It's there rampage. It
2: no, oh, it's I I feel, like, rampage I feel like I feel like I feel like I don't know. I could have seen basically this promo in the divas era. No, I I don't no. like. Wow. I Fuck you. don't. I I felt the line about you're only here because you're sleeping with someone in the back. One doesn't make sense. Two is like
3: <laughs>
2: such yeah, like it's it's a cheap shot, but it's not even like a good cheap shot. It's like again that to me felt so divas like so like like that's a line that that that's a line that's basically like bad ruthless aggression women that era.
1: wasn't the line you're misrepresenting it, but I also don't care because I don't think it's top three either.
0: I just don't want it to be dismissed. It shouldn't so be, and
1: you're right, and he bitter. is bitter. These are all true. It's just not top three.
0: Okay, but it's not being eliminated first is what I'm saying.
1: I We can eliminate
2: Kenny Omega Steel's Orange uh, Cassidy sunglasses. It was fun. Okay. It went on too long. Fine. I, I, would I agree.
1: That might be top three.
0: We have a lot of really strong ones up here, John.
1: Like Arn Anderson, and the Arne Glock, has and the Glock is a lock. CM Punk and MJF is the winner.
2: I feel so okay. How about Glock? CM Punk paid advertisement. I'm
1: okay, I'm okay with okay it. With I don't know. I,
2: I think CM Punk is, for, is back. I really liked it. it. Was a great moment. It was such a feel good. In it's. It I I don't I have no desire to go back and watch anything but the entrance and that the crowd true. reaction.
0: Yeah, you can get rid of it, and now you can get rid of the Ruby Soho Brooke Baker segment. Let's see, we have so we need to get rid of uh, two more.
2: I think Chris Jericho goes off on MJF in the Pinnacle was really good in the moment, but the CM Punk MJF. Segment does that better.
0: Yes. Yeah, John. All right,
2: yeah. you're in agreement.
0: Okay. One more we gotta get rid of.
2: Do. We... I'm willing to get rid of the Brian Danielson heel turning promo.
0: It was a really
1: good promo. It wasn't promo, really.
2: Though. But a paid advertisement from All Elite Wrestling one. I kind of want it there to represent the whole... Like, this one promo kind of to represent the whole series of promos. It was just was surprising. Just how unexpected it was. But also, it's like... Man, this is really funny. Like, this is... Like, Tony Khan is actually... Re- like, Tony Khan is perfect here.
1: I just wish they actually... And it furthered... But I feel like... I feel like it furthered it served
2: as justifying in kayfabe why it's cool that the, the AEW belt is on impact. Like I, I appreciated the laissez faire attitude of like, look, I don't agree with how, with how Kenny Omega won the belt, but you know, Hey, whatever. It's good for my, it's good for the exposure of the brand. So, you
1: know, Hey, I mean, yeah. For all the people, you know, for all the people, you, you. you know, how Kenny Omega never was booked with impact. Like, Whatever, man. It's an it's an impact problem. Don't. It's not fucking Kenny Omega's fault. T- take it up with Scott Demore. Yeah, he agreed to all this shit. And I just thought I like I kind of I wanted
2: there one because because it should have been on the best of last year and cut off. We used cutoffs as, as a reason to not Which put it true. on there. And it it's was true. like, yeah, it's like. Frankly, it should have been on. It should have been on sure. the best of last year.
0: But hear me out. What if
2: fuck Trace and we just cut it? No, because I I support <laughs> Trace's endeavor here. I know he's not here, but I know I just I just talking shit because he yeah. won't listen to this. Yeah, because he's smart. Wow. These are really long. I don't know why we record them.
0: Some people actually do listen to them. Turns out they enjoy it.
2: Oh, I don't believe this. So, so which are we eliminating? The, the- I'm I'm willing to eliminate the Brian Danielson one. It was a really good promo, but it, like it, it was a it was a great promo. It th- this is yeah, you know, this is the Sophie's choice
1: of this category.
0: Yeah, I I could go either way. I, whatever you guys want to do with this. Cut
1: Brian Danielson, CM Punk, and MJF win.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, congratulations to CM Punk and MJF Murder Each Other from the November 24th episode of Dynamite, the best promo or oh, non wrestling segment of 2021.
1: You know what happens yeah. when someone comes up to you and says, Give me your car? If it were yeah. you, you'd just be like, Okay, take it. Just don't hurt me. I fucking blown their brains out with a Glock!
0: <laughs> it's Are we sure we don't want this one to win? It's
1: fucking.
2: <sighs> if we could put it in silver. I, no, as the how undisputed second
1: place
3: in this. It shouldn't
1: be how it works, though, because it's the undisputed second best thing to happen all fucking year, and it's so fucking good. If it literally weren't for the fact that like MJF and CM Punk cut a fucking legendary promo for the fucking ages that I've watched like a billion times since it happened, like in any normal year. Arn Anderson tells Cody about his Glock would win. I fully agree. Alright. <laughs> and it's, and it's, up, that is uh, how impressive Arne that Anderson MJF t- and CM Punk 20 minute fucking banger was. Is... It shows that you can actually have a good twenty-minute yeah, promo. That you can have a good twenty-minute promo yeah. that does a lot of things. That does, you know, that does basically, and you know, to Oscar's point, everything that the Ruby Soho Britt Baker segment did, but better. And and while doing it, like you know, again, that Ruby Soho Britt Baker segment was like what, like five minutes. This was four times the length and hit like yeah. a billion times harder. Mhm.
2: And you know, hey, we'll talk about this next week. But inspired a fucking funhouse mirror version on the other show. It's true.
0: It's true. All right. So, shall I say the winner and the runners-up? Yes. Sam Punk and MJ have married each other from the November 24th episode of Dynamite is the best promo or non-wrestling segment of 2021. The runners-up are Arn Anderson tells Cody Baz Glock from the September 29th episode of Dynamite, and a paid advertisement for All Elite Wrestling from the December 8th, 2020 episode of Impact. Next up is Best Show. Doesn't necessarily mean wrestling show. It can mean any wrestling-adjacent show. However, the wrestling show is not
1: nominated this year because it was very hit and miss. Like every year, but y'all still Uh, insist on it. The past two years, it was a fucking banger and great and the best one. This year, being the elite, got too bogged down with shitty shitty gimmicks that weren't working, like the fucking terrible Nyla Rose-Vicky Guerrero thing or... Uh, Leva yep. the, the endless fucking Leva Bates, uh, Alex Reynolds, and Peter Avil on love triangle. That's still fucking going, by the way. I've stopped watching. It's been, it's been, it's, it's been, been a year in which being the elite has seen a real identity crisis. I feel like, and they need to figure out what the fuck this show is anymore. All right. The
0: nominees are Dark Side of the Ring, Broken Skull Sessions, AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and Ranking of Evil.
1: Ranking of Evil. Ranking of Evil is not good. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, the little bit I've seen, I don't get it.
0: What Evil Uno is an expert in all things evil, and he takes notes on these video games that have very evil things. Did you know skeletons are extremely evil?
2: I mean, hey, I think, you know, we, I think if anything, um, I, think, I think if anything, uh, it shows that the only video game based show on Giant Bomb is not good, which means Giant Bomb should just go further into uh, talking about anything but video games. I hate this. Shut I up. You.
0: I just wanted to acknowledge that it's funny that Evil Uno is doing a, a video game show. It is funny. It does not need to be top three.
2: Are we just going to go with the safe top three Dynamite Rampage side? Should Darkseid even be on here? Because it has its own category yeah which further proves it's such a good show that it has its own category
0: i think it should be dark side broken skull and dynamite
1: i agree sure rampage skull shows are pretty started good started very strong rampage is still a really enjoyable hour it's a good well-paced show it's it's the B show it's a it's an hour just wait until they and have and most Warhook of it is there. inconsequential is the pro is the problem more than anything like it's a great fun hour it's just it's it, it's a, it's an inconsequential hour for the most part and of course it is it airs at 10 p.m on a friday who gives a shit all but right that, that, great, that slam great slam episode, episode was really, really good. good and though. again there's been some great stuff on it the first dance great episode hook great episode yeah, but it's exactly. not consistent. It is it's not an consistent, inconsistent show, and I feel like it will not be... It will not be truly consistent until they, you know, admittedly, until it becomes a live two-hour show. Which is inevitable. It's gonna happen someday. But until they actually True. commit to making Rampage a real show, it just is.
2: And also... I'm okay with that because I'm happy.
1: Broken Skull sessions, yeah, talking Broken, to skull, I really Broken Skull like sessions has been very good. Yeah, this it's, it's year. Great. The Jericho episode was great. The Matt Hardy episode was great. Or Jeff, uh, Jeff Hardy episode rather. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Nash episode was. You know,
2: it's Kevin Nash. It's Kevin Nash talking about wrestling. What did he shoot on? What more <laughs> could you want? It's just his. Yeah, what his, did he shoot on? count. <laughs>
0: So Dark Side, No wins, dynamite. I guess.
1: Oh, good, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, dynamite, dynamite. Dynamite's the winner. Okay, I thought you guys were gonna try to say Dark side has, has, has its own dark side has its own category, no. but I'ma say it, this wasn't the was season the of the of the side of the ring. of yeah, the inconsistent season. Okay. This season. Okay. This where this is watched season where i maybe watched it and gone, oh, maybe, maybe they are running out of maybe World of
2: Damn. I will be very curious to see what happens next year if if maybe well people don't want to risk getting Tommy yeah. dreamered and
1: they won't I mean, frankly, be talking heads on this. This is the last season.
2: They've said they've got well, they said that Vice is doing right. one more no, that's cool. at the very least. Like they have already started. I I think they've already said they're doing a gentleman Chris Adams episode. John uh, Chris Adams. He was a he was a trainer,
1: and I th- I believe. Oh, Pino? so Chase and Rance. But British.
0: This should do a Chase and Rance episode.
2: Yeah, he 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 trained Austin Scott Hall. He was the first guy to popularize the super kick, and also was uh, and also was. Uh, had
1: many allegations, so to speak. Before we move on, since we brought it up when discussing Broken Skull Sessions, I have a thing to read for you both.
0: Okay. What are you going to shoot on? Commenting
1: on the Reddit post, Kevin Nash responds to a fan asking if we'll ever see his son in the ring. Fuck no. Kev Nash shoots on this, says... One of the lessons I learned in the business early was this. You don't make your kids the product. You sell your product to the kids. I remember working those shows back in the day most of the crowds would be kids. Vince was smart. He knew kids buy everything. You'd arrive at the arena and spend about 20 minutes talking over your match and the rest of the time signing posters, action figures, all of it. Fuck, my wrist was sore before the match even began. Why do you think one of my poses was grabbing my wrist and adjusting my glove? I had 400 autographs in the bag It still had to work 9 minutes with Savio. Or if I was really lucky, Sean would want to go 25 minutes and have you still gasping for breath while Paul was loading up the rental car to drive across Staten Island. Kids were one thing Hulk got right away. Hulk's not a dummy. He knew who he was posing for and who's buying the Hulk teddy bear. Hulk didn't give two fucks about the 25-year-old Mark being upset he went over some no-name worker fresh from some hot run in Japan. Hulk knew that Mark's buying one ticket because he doesn't have a girlfriend or any fucking friends. But the eight-year-old with four siblings? You know dad's got to drag them all to the show too. Guess what? Suddenly you got 10,000 at the gate and Hulk's buying a new jet ski. But now five to six years later, those same Hulkamaniacs are now teens. So what does Hulk do? He goes fucking heel and now he's got them buying his merch again. Hulk knew the bright red and yellow Hulkamania shirt Santa got them for Christmas wasn't getting them laid but he knew the black and white NWO shirt would. <laughs>
0: Perfect. That's so good. So congratulations to AEW Dynamite, the best show of 2021, the runners-up, Dark Side of the Ring, and Broken Skull Sessions. Next up is best surprise. Boo! Ah! Sorry, that does not win.
2: The nominees are... Say it right, it's Ketna. Ketna! No, this was Ketna. Ketna didn't show up this year.
0: Yeah, Ketna was a, was a 2020 thing.
2: Ketna was so ashamed at how terrible he was.
0: From the February 3rd episode of Dynamite. Bad Bunny Can Wrestle from Wrestlemania 37 Night 1. Chris Jericho discusses AEW on the WWE Network. Or on Peacock. During Broken Skull Sessions.
2: Uh, I'm in Canada. It was on the WWE Network.
1: Peacock did not Nick pay Gage $2, two billion dollars for promotion. you to say that, Oscar. Well, maybe they should have paid. Maybe
2: they should have broken into this market ins- instead of leaving me with the actual good version
1: of the network. Still, I mean, I put still good in quotations.
0: It. it doesn't have ads in the middle of.
2: Shit. I would say it's the better. You know, it has all the content on it. <laughs> you know what? Fair.
0: Yeah. Does it have uh, Booker saying the word?
2: Yes, it does. Oh man. It still has the blackface segments, too.
0: Oh, man. All right. He does have the better version of the network, John. Nick Gage in our major wrestling promotion from the July 21st episode of Dynamite, a.k.a. Fighter Fest Night 2. CM Punk from The First Dance. Minoru Suzuki from AEW All Out. Adam Cole and Brian Danielson debut in the same segment from AEW All Out, and one of the Saudi sh- one of the Saudi shows was Ashley Good from WWE Crown Jewel.
1: No, we're not doing worse surprise. I don't know. So I was
2: re- pleasantly so surprised.
0: Of Ken- uh, Kenta, okay, eliminate Kenta then.
2: I I I put it on there because it's just like. I watched Crown Jewel for some reason. I was probably drunk and thought, man, I can't believe I'm having a good time with this bad show. Between Crown no, between Crown-, Crown Jewel and the Saudi Grand Prix, good year for Saudi Vision
1: 2030. Now, here's the thing. Crown Jewel is the best WWE show all year. And that fucking sucks. Yes. Yeah. Um... Yeah.
0: Take, I think, take, take Kenta
1: off the list. Uh, yeah,
2: that was on there as a troll. I mean, Kenta was cool. It was a nice surprise. They didn't do much with Kenta.
0: There's a better New Japan surprise on this list.
2: Bad Bunny can wrestle similarly, I'm willing to take off, because, yeah, it was cool that Bad Bunny can wrestle. He had really good opponents to work with as well.
0: I, but I he, liked it, but I also don't think it's the best surprise. Shout-outs that Bad
2: Bunny could hold his own. Yeah.
1: He
0: did good. I, I I would like to see him come back.
1: He did good.
2: Similarly, I think... You know what? Actually, no. I'm not... I think Chris Jericho discussing AEW on the WWE Network and or Peacock.
0: I think that should be on the list. Yeah. I was legitimately shocked. Going, holy shit. They're actually like talking about... All those wrestlers and actually name dropping AEW.
2: Okay, yeah, fair. I think, you know what? I think the problem is all five of these I think are legitimate good surprises. Yeah, I agree. Like the Adam Cole, I think Adam Cole and Brian Danielson, yeah, you can make the argument of, okay, yeah, we all knew that they were bound, but I don't think anybody expected both of them in the same segment. I agree. CM Punk,
0: CM I would argue... Punk ar- was the worst-kept secret, though.
2: Yeah, in fact, you know what? I actually think there's a better category for CM Punk here.
0: I feel like that, that category passed us already of, doc, of, you know, Doc Coolest moment. No. Not, no. I know, I know where you're putting it. I'm just saying. It, yeah. It would have had a better shot there, but it's not there.
2: It was not a Doc Coolest moment, though. It's not... Dot coolest moment is not best moment, and I feel like we need a category. I feel like whatever this is, this is admin stuff. I feel like Dot coolest moment is at this point for dumb bullshit, and CM Punk doesn't count for that. <laughs> See,
1: I, Always I was think, I think CM Punk
0: is dumb bullshit, but okay.
1: Um, I absolutely think that CM Punk belongs on here, but I'm not going to argue it. I mean, to me, CM Punk would win.
2: I'm not that I'm willing to not cut it because I do think yeah sure there were CM Punk was the worst kept secret and they definitely started alluding to it.
1: But also the fact that it was the worst kept secret is part of what made it best because there was still like the even though they they're everything telling you of like yeah no of course this is going to happen they're not going to fucking lie to people they're not gonna just do this bullshit you still have the back of mind. They're not actually bringing CM Punk, though, right? And I think also there was. They can't actually be. Doing and you know what? That. I think
2: we can add on to that as sort of subtext. CM Punk is back and looks like he hasn't missed a step.
3: Uh,
0: I
2: think he's missed a, a couple steps. Looks. But compared to. Compared to, like, everybody in their mind had UFC CM Punk in their mind. I don't think anybody expected. Holy shit, CM Punk can still. He's still a great promo. He is still a pretty great wrestler. Yeah, he's a bit older, but...
1: Okay, okay. I I would argue it, but that's fine. Look, I feel like he certainly looks better than he did at the end of the WWE. Oh,
0: yeah, he also didn't have staph infection
2: now.
1: Doesn't have the bad Wolverine hair. But what if he did? What if he did? (laughs)
0: I really like the Minoru Suzuki moment, though, because I legit- I legit did not see that coming. Kazanina just starts fucking playing. Yeah, but they fucked it up!
2: Wait... Oh, no, this they isn't really when. that- right, no, right, no, I'm think. right.
0: No, they would not fuck it up in front of the all-out crowd with that big reaction, come on now. Um... That was so good.
2: How about Jericho... Uh Uh-huh. Jericho Punk Suzuki? Yeah. I'm cool with that. All right. Like, it was really cool to see Nick Gage in AEW, but I think also we kind of alluded, after that Dark Side of the Ring episode, it kind of felt like AEW's probably going to bring Nick Gage in, right? I remember us talking about that. Yeah. Like
0: personally, I would put the the Cole and uh, Brian thing over Punk, but I'm not going to win that argument, so I'm okay with this.
2: I I'm willing to hear that argument. Like that that's the thing is that these are f- these are five legitimate holy shit things. Like to talk about just how wild this year was.
0: Yeah, because with with Punk, like the whole show was built up around see how Punk's going to be here, and then you know he he showed up. Whereas we heard rumblings around like, oh, you know, Brian's going to show up at Grand Slam or Cole's going to show up, you know, coming down the line.
2: I think nope. this for me. Yeah. As, look, as I said, I think for me, the surprise was that they did them both in the same set. That's,
0: that's what I'm saying. Because everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're going to come down the line. No one expected them to both show up. Way sooner than any of us thought.
2: I think you know? people had expected Adam Cole, considering, like, after that match, there were already Adam Cole chants. Well, th- there's always Adam Cole chants, because that's what wrestling fans do.
1: No! But, after, wait, after After what, the main man? event of All Out. I feel like after the main event of All Out, there were Daniel Bryan chants. Or Brian Danielson chants. Were there I, I I might be misremembering this, but I know that they were chanting for one of them. I remember there being a lot of yes chants as those lights were as those lights went out and then and you know it's all about the And then day. everyone's like, Oh shit, we're
0: getting this instead. Okay, we'll wait till Grand Slam for Danielson to show up and then nope, he shows up as well. Like I was like, Oh my god, this show literally is giving everyone everything they want.
1: It was pretty cool.
0: Like I was legit shocked. Whereas when Punk came out, I was just like, "Yay, he's! Oh man, this is such a great moment." It wasn't a big surprise, but it was, it was a great moment. All
2: right. Yeah. No, I'm sold on that. Like. Okay. And in fact, I think I'm actually kind of so. I don't think Minoru Suzuki wins this category.
0: No. It's top three, but it shouldn't win. No. I, I personally for me it was like, Oh, this is absolutely incredible and I want to see this match immediately.
2: Is Adam Cole and Danielson in the same segment a bigger surprise though than wait, the WWE network is basically airing an ad for AEW?
0: I no, I think that's 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 the biggest surprise for me because I thought they were gonna dance around it. Yeah. But he's straight up yeah. mentioning the young bucks and Kenny Omega. They like,
2: showed the AEW logo.
0: Yeah, and he talks about the show on Wednesday. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like that legitimately shocked me. So I would say, I would say that's my winner.
2: That's my okay. winner too. John.
0: Yeah. Okay, then. Um, I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna s- slightly uh, ch- change the wording to openly discusses because it's not like him dancing around it and saying, "Oh yeah, the other place I'm at." I can the accept other- that because he straight up just, just name drops everything. So, congrats to Chris Jericho openly discusses AEW on the WWE Network slash Peacock. I'm adding the slash Peacock. For uh, during the Broken Skull sessions as the best surprise of 2021, the runners-up Minoru Suzuki from AEW All Out and Adam Cole and Brian Danielson debut in the same segment from AEW All Out. God, All Out ruled. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about it in a, in a few categories. All right, best special entrance. I think that's self-explanatory. The nominees are. Bad Bunny rides on top of a truck in a trench coat through Florida from WrestleMania 37 Night 1. The Fiend comes out of a jack-in-the-box from WrestleMania 37 Night 2. Now
1: I'm just bummed right? Yeah, cut it. Cut
0: it. Don't, let me finish the list before you start cutting things. The Dark Order are cowboys from, from Fight for the Fallen. Chris Jericho enters to no music. From the August 18th episode of Dynamite. CM Punk's first entrance back. From Rampage. The first dance. Jericho's last match. From AEW All Out. Grand Theft Derby. From Full Gear. And MJF enters as a face in Long Island. With a video package to about what it means to be a hero from the December 8th episode of Dynamite. That, that MJF
2: entrance I need was to look at those. so good. It was, fun. And also just like, I think MJF had genuine, like, even though they were definitely positioning him as a face, I think there was a feeling of, whoa, they're actually cheering for me. Here's a
0: question, John. What's a better entrance for MJF from that up from that night? Is it that or him coming out to Billy Joel? <laughs> that didn't air on
2: TV, though.
0: It doesn't say Best Special Entrance on TV. It just says Best Special
2: Entrance. I feel like the, the on TV is sort of implied.
1: Uh, I don't know. I think Oscar's right, but him coming out to Billy Joel is perfect because it shows exactly that he's a fucking heel. Yeah.
0: I just wanted that, to point that out. <laughs> It was really fucked up. It's 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 very good. Okay. I feel like Jericho's last match has to be on this list.
2: <laughs> Jericho's last match. I so I have a three. <laughs> that was fucked up. What's up? Jericho with no music. Jericho's last match. MJF. Although I'd be willing to. You're not going to put CM Punk on there? I was just about to get to that. I'd be willing to cut Jericho with no music for CM Punk's first entrance back.
0: But here's my question. Is
2: it Was it a special entrance? Yes. CM Punk doesn't normally, like, hug everybody in the crowd.
0: Well, it's very irresponsible for him to, like, crowd surf during
2: a pandemic. It's true, but,
1: you know, it's very irresponsible to have wrestling shows during a pandemic. You know what? That's also fair. The Dark Order entrance needs to be on this. All right. That's
2: pretty. Uh, it, that was pretty the Dark Order funny. entrance is very good. I so we can cut the fiend, right? Yes. I just wanted to get through the list before you start cutting things, but yes. That's I don't. I I put it on here, but I admittedly I don't remember
1: the entrance all that well anymore.
0: John, do you remember it?
1: Not really, no.
2: Like, I, I'm sure that I put it on here because in the moment I was like, yo, this fucking rules.
0: Let's see, is last year the one where Sting drove the truck and Darby Allen was riding behind it? Or was that this year?
2: Well, Sting
1: debuted at Winner's Coming last year, so... Oh, that is Grand Theft Darby! That was Revolution. That, that was, was revolution, wasn't? It? Or, oh no, that wasn't. Yeah, that's the full gear entrance, right? Is
0: that's that is the one. Yeah, I don't know. That one fucking ruled. God,
2: it did fucking rule, didn't it?
0: Yeah, just riding on the skateboard, holding on to the back of the truck while Sting's just driving it.
2: Oh, that was that was
0: really good. I think I think we can't cut that one yet.
1: Dark Order Grand Theft Derby Jericho's last game. I the MJF entrance though I feel
0: Jericho with no music though
2: Although you know hear me out though Jericho with no music was great It was really good that crowd fucking nailed it Jericho with no music though also led to probably the worst entrance of the year
0: oh, it, we can't, don't 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 let that ruin the moment
2: Okay, wait, no, okay, I'm watching the Full Gear Entrance. This isn't Sting. This isn't string dragging dragging him behind the truck.
1: Yeah, that's rev that's that's revolution. Yeah, no, this is
2: uh This is Darby Allin getting in the car that says loser and the guy wearing the MJF mask and then he sets the car on fire.
0: Yeah. Like oh, he flips yeah. the
2: car over and then it and then he sets it on fire. And like throws the Molotov at it. We can cut that.
0: I'm adding the Sting one. From Revolution. Because I like that one a lot.
2: No, the Revolution entrance. That's that's the board late. The Revolution match was the... uh, is board lady in a sting mask shooting a flamethrower? The which one was the, I it? Drive. That's my answer. Was the truck one last year? Well, Sting debuted after our cut. Sting Sting debuting was our cutoff last year, so anything oh, with Sting so was like this year. So when the hell was that? I
1: could have I could have sworn that it was part of it. Was was him? I thought I could have sworn that was part of the en- the entrance for the 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 street fight. Was him being dragged in the car?
2: I mean, maybe... It sat like it was just a long... It was a It was a whole ass set... You're thinking of the Double or Nothing entrance. That's what it is.
0: Okay. It's double or Nothing? Okay.
2: I'll put it there. And I'm watching this. It's very good. It's very good. It is like every other Darby Allen entrance with a weird video package. They're all awesome. They're all... like They all fucking rule...
0: So you're saying we cut both?
2: I'm saying I don't think any of the Darby entrances are as good as Jericho's last match, MJF enters as a face in Long Island, and CM Punk's first entrance, Uh, or Jericho with no music, or Uh, the Dark Order with Cowboys.
0: Okay, now you're talking about like, I thought you were
2: trying to cut those ones out.
0: I'm like, fuck you, dude. No, no, no.
2: I'm not, like, I feel like, Neither of the Darby entrances hang amongst, like, the five that we have left.
0: We have six left, because we didn't eliminate Bad Bunny yet, and that was really good. But it does not hang here.
2: Bad Bunny doesn't hang, but Bad Bunny was
1: so cool.
2: Yeah, it, it, the best
0: part was that his tour announcement was also him riding on top of that truck. He's like, I'm just going to keep riding this truck all, across the country now. That's what I'm doing. Lives on that truck now. It probably does. Alright, we have five. We need to cut two of these. Which is the weakest of the five.
2: I hate to say it but punk. The mo the emotion was so good.
0: But I agree. John. Alright. Yeah. It is being cut.
2: Because I think you're right. It's not special enough other than
3: mm-hmm.
0: do we eliminate one of the Jericho ones? Even though well, one of them is technically an MJF one.
2: I say we eliminate one of the MJF ones. And as much as it pains me to say it, Face MJF can be cut for the same reason. The video package Ooh. was great. The entrance itself wasn't wasn't as special.
1: I would actually say the opposite of I think we Jericho's last match was really funny, but it didn't have that like no like MJF coming out and like basically doing all of the CM Punk shit from the first dance entrance and like basically just completely doing that entire entrance and ripping him off but also kind of legit crying okay fuck I didn't amazing I'm I'm an idiot I didn't even make
2: that parallel you're you're 100% right
0: yeah, the other one was just a graphic yeah. St. Jericho's last match. That, was the, that I, was the difference.
1: Like, absolutely, like, absolutely doing all, like, intentionally doing all of the shit that CM Punk did in in his first entrance, but also, and, like, you know, down to, like, the, oh, I'm starting to cry, but also, no, I actually believe that, that MJF is starting to cry because he's so overwhelmed by this reaction. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I've, I'm an idiot and forgot about, and didn't even make that parallel.
0: It's great then we got our 3
1: is dark order winning this? I was just... Did you see that video package and that cool remix of Hangman's I was gonna theme I say
0: Jericho and the music was going to win but if you guys want dark order I can do that. I mean I don't want dark order but I want John
2: to be happy because he woke up early. And John will insist he never wins. <laughs>
0: Oh, so you're giving you're, you're giving him win before we get to the big categories, is what you're saying?
2: Yes, because I know <laughs> we're gonna fight on one thing.
0: You know <laughs> what? All right, I'm I'm willing to give John his win, so he doesn't have to get another one for the rest of the show. <laughs> I'm getting that ah. win. <laughs> so, congratulations to the Dark Order or Cowboys from Fight for the Fallen, the best special entrance. The runners up. Chris Jericho enters the music and MJF enters as a face in Long Island with
1: a video package. The the video is perfect. Just the way that they staged that entrance with like the lights coming on and all the individual Dark Order members. Perfect. It's a perfect intro. The way it was synced to the music. Perfect. Everything about that intro was fucking incredible. All right.
0: Next up is best new gimmick. The nominees are, and the way that we have these lists is I'm going to say the person and then our summary of what the new gimmick is. So, the nominees are Cameron Grimes, same stupid top-hatted cardi dipshit, but he invested in GameStop and Dogecoin, so he's rich now. Sami Zayn, conspiracy victim. Heel Young Bucks, fashion icons. Arn Anderson, committer of crimes. Brock Lesnar. Overalls and ponytail, farmer monster, and Matt Cardona, ECW original.
2: Cut Cameron Grimes. Fuck you.
1: Cut Cameron Grimes.
2: Did you say fuck Cameron Grimes or cut Cameron Grimes?
1: Cut Cameron Grimes. All right. It's he's it's not his gimmick anymore. Well, we can't take that away. But this it was the best gimmick of twenty twenty
0: one. Not. not best current gimmick
1: yeah but I feel like they didn't really follow through on it because yeah it's like alright cool they he won he won the million dollar championship and everything and and beat LA Knight and then what happened well he stopped carrying around the million dollar championship and they fucking like nuked the entire gimmick because now it's NXT 2.0 and he's cutting his hair or some shit is the million dollar title deactivated well, he hasn't had it ever since then. It's
2: not listed on WWE.com as an active championship anymore.
1: Oh, man. I feel like it's a it was a great gimmick and a great idea for a gimmick that could have been a lot better had fucking NXT not gone the way NXT went.
0: Yeah, but Wikipedia says it was retired August 23rd, 2021. Oh, man.
1: Um, Arn Anderson,
2: Committer of Crimes. It's funny. Arn Anderson got his due already. Yeah.
0: Apparently he relinquished the title to Ted DiBiase the day after he won it. What? What? That sucks. Anyway, cut it. I I really love this young bucks. Cut Arn Anderson! I missed that! No, you're not cutting Arn
2: Anderson. Does do already. It's funny. He didn't win anything yet.
0: He's gonna win this one.
2: <laughs> it's Arn Anderson. He never wins the big one.
0: Oh, fine. He's gotta find cut him. Jackasses.
2: I really like heel young bucks. That has to be top three.
1: Yeah. I was gonna ask: Is heel young bucks really that different from what heel young bucks? I is feel. Bucks? I, I feel like yes.
2: Like I feel like the heel. I feel like the elite. Yes, the young bucks were already starting to kind of turn and tease being heel last year. I feel like now it's a it's a solidified heel turn. You know, I like. I I feel like this is a different. Um, I feel like this is a different enough Young Bucks from what we had last year. Okay. Now that it's like a solidified heel turn, they can just go all the way with being dicks. Is it different than Young Bucks we've had in the past, like back in like back in like Bullet Club? Maybe not, but I feel like it's new for this year.
0: Well, I don't. I don't think they were this stupid with their fashion and their Yeah,
2: shoes I think stuff. that I think that like the shoes and the fashion and all that stuff that's a new layer.
1: It sucks so much. All right, so are we cutting Zane or, or Lesnar? Z- Zane. Zane.
0: This Brock, okay. this I this Brock Lesnar thing should not work. It's working really well and he's a baby face and it's crazy.
1: And also, Matt Cardona wins. Yes, Matt Cardona wins. Yeah,
0: of course, Matt Cardona wins. It's absolutely incredible. It's taken the world by storm. It
2: is. It is the. As I said before, he's the first guy to make I'm a former WWE guy a gimmick that works.
0: And he's the only dipshit that could actually
2: pull this off. God, he's the worst. The fact that he's able to make people root against him when all anybody like ever wanted to do was root for Zack Ryder.
0: Yeah, because he's being exactly opposite of what the people in these companies want, which is a WWE guy.
1: Yeah. It's great. He came out to radio. What yes. Dickhead. What <laughs> dickhead.
0: I still think him dressing up as ECW Vince McMahon is the funniest shit. It's so good. (laughs) So, congrats to Matt Cardona, ECW original, the best new gimmick of twenty twenty one. The runners up: Hyo Young Bucks, fashion icons, and Brock Lesnar, overalls and ponytail, Farmer Monster. John, I just saw what you just added.
2: I agree with what John just added. But we'll get it to new, it. Is that new for this year? Oh no, I added I added that to the list. Um, I added that to the list of non in ring performer.
0: Oh, you added it?
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and yes, the yes the account started this year.
0: Okay, then it counts. Did it best non in ring performer?
1: The nominees are. I mean, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the at the Reddit page right now, and it's their count started on January tenth, twenty eighteen. Has it really been that long? You know what though? All, all right, it's been. We noticed it this year, and I will uh,
2: I will make the argument. You you know, Paul Wait. Heyman didn't didn't cut his first promo this year.
1: I I never said that them being new was a prerequisite no, to being on. No,
0: I, I, I wasn't saying it eliminates it from it. Was, I was just asking if it was new for this year. I, I
2: thought it was new for this year, but and damn, it, it's if, been around a And for
0: if it while. wasn't new for this year, why didn't you guys nominate it last year, you cowards? Because we didn't discover we it last didn't year. We know about it. All right, fair enough. Best not every performers the nominees are Don Callis, Tony Khan, Arn Anderson, It should say Armd Anderson, but it's fine, Dan Lambert, Commander Sterling, Paul Heyman, Taz, and Kev Kev Nash shoots shoots on this.
1: Commander Sterling is a wrestler, why are they on here?
0: I don't I I didn't put it on there. I
2: that's my mistake.
1: Just delete them off the list. C- Commander Sterling is a wrestler. Hey, don't, don't cut
2: yeah, them. no. I I, I, I... I put this on here before Commander Sterling was doing like more matches, and they were primarily a commissioner. Do you know who needs to absolutely
0: be on this list? Taz well I think Taz is already on the list no I'm saying who absolutely has to stay on the list is what I'm saying. he's a lock. Taz has had such a breakthrough year with the promos and on the commentary.
1: Especially, I'm gonna say on dark. I'm gonna say three. I'm gonna say first we can cut Tony Khan because
2: Tony Khan has actually been pretty terrible in a lot of his in ring stuff.
1: It's, it's not in ring. I'm gonna say three. Dan Lambert, Paul Heyman, Taz. More than Don, I I would I would put Don Callis over Paul Heyman. More than Don Callis. No Arn Anderson. No Arn Anderson. No Arn Anderson. So Arne, we're. Arn Anderson Arn Anderson had some brilliant moments that we've acknowledged.
0: Okay. I I
1: I, I would give you the the story. I would put
2: I, I I would put Don Callis over Paul Heyman.
1: I feel like Paul Heyman is more integral to the Roman stuff than than Don Callis has been to the Kenny stuff.
2: I see I would I I I I agree that I agree, I agree that Paul Heyman's been more integral to the Roman stuff. But I think the Roman stuff sucks now.
1: I I don't agree with that. I'm not willing to go that far. I'm uh, yeah, I'm not going to say the Roman stuff is great or good even, but like I
2: would say the Roman stuff is like this is actually I know he's a heel, but this is actually the most I've ever wanted Roman Reigns off my TV. Also, I I think Roman Reigns I think this Roman shit has like actually like been the worst thing on WWE programming.
0: Also, if you separate Paul Heyman from Roman Reigns, the stuff he's been doing with Kayla has been just wonderful.
2: Those those two hate each other so much.
1: I mean, I look, yeah, but it's in service of the Roman
2: story. I would I would argue that Don I would argue that. Don Callis was incredibly essential to the Kenny Omega stuff. Maybe not as much as it went on, but especially at the start, like, I think that this whole, you know, one, this whole Kenny gimmick is in kayfabe because of Don Callis. I think he has added this, I think he has very much added this element where, yeah... You know, sure, Paul Heyman's the one doing the talking for Roman for the most part, because Roman's not a great talker, whereas Don Callis is more a background character and a member. And yeah, you can make the argument he's one of the many just faces in that big elite soup. But, I don't know, I feel like, I, I just feel like the kayfabe of... Don Callis being the reason that Belk, that Kenny's able to be a belt collector by getting him into these other promotions, especially like Impact and shit. The, the, just how just how fucking smarmy, and I know that this describes Heyman too, but like, I think that Don Callis is just fucking so sleazy that I
0: have, I have a compromise if you guys
2: want to hear it Is it cutting Dan Lambert? Because I don't agree with that.
0: No way. I'm saying, what if it's Dan Lambert, Taz, and Kevin Nash
2: shoots on this? I can fuck with that. (laughs) (laughs) I can fuck with Compromise Kevin.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, alright. Because I'll tell you, you guys have sold me on this account throughout the year just with John's dramatic readings of these of these posts, it's legit some of the most entertaining wrestling content I've had this year.
2: It's very good,
0: and no other no other site on the internet's gonna give them this recognition. So I think we are the website to do this.
1: It's not gonna win, okay. but it should be top three.
2: I'm 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 perfectly okay with that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we got our top three. Dan Lambert wins. Dan Lambert
0: wins because he legitimately—I hate him so much.
1: Yeah, Dan
2: Lambert is talk about. I I I realized with Dan Lambert just how much we were getting worked on that.
1: Yeah, and I mean, look, I feel like our our look, I think that our trepidation was fair at the beginning of, you know, wrestling has a really hard time with these kind of gimmicks of him doing basically being MMA Jim Cornette. Like I feel like wrestling hat does have a look, you know, it's a, it's like we've talked about before with Portia Vaughn, the feminist of it's really hard to do this kind of ironic gimmick, like ironic asshole gimmick in wrestling because wrestling has a long history of this just being a thing that people like and people agree with. Not a problem here. I think, especially, I think, especially as well, they, the f- they made it. They made it work, and they worked us to fucking death. I think, especially as well, going back
2: and realizing, wait, of course they fucking hate Jim Cornette, so they're gonna just make fun of Jim Cornette, and they're not gonna present him as something that you should like in any regard.
1: It's great. The moment when he screamed, "My face is not that fat." Yeah, T- ten out of ten. Dan Lambert is a genius.
0: Dan Lambert is 2021's best not in ring performer. The nominee or the uh, the runners up are Taz and Kev Nash. Shoots on this. All right, we're getting. Let's keep rolling with these big categories. Next up is the is the tag team slash stable of the year. The nominees are the Young Bucks, RK Bro. The Lucha Bros, The Inner Circle, The Pinnacle, The Bloodline, The New Day, FTR, The Best Friends, and American Top Team.
2: Cut RK-Bro.
0: I I don't know. Cut RK-Bro. I think that the shit between these two is very funny.
1: RK-Bro has worked better... and then it has any right to. I still fucking hate it. <laughs> I don't fucking hate it. It is not a top three
0: game. I agree, but but Riddle dressing up as Orton with the goatee was extremely funny. And also, wait a minute. Oh, we we miss a, a special entrance, but it's too late now. Campbell's I Campbell's not- entrance
2: wouldn't hang anyway. I know,
0: I, I, that's what I'm saying, it wouldn't it wouldn't be there, but I just want to point out that camel entrance was very good. And and did you hear the backstory behind it?
1: Yeah, Randy Orton wanted a camel and they wouldn't let him have yeah, it. Yeah, because it wouldn't work with his character, he's like, well, fuck that. I mean, it absolutely would work with his
0: character. I know, character. that's what I'm saying, fuck that, it should, they should let him have a camel. I'm okay with cutting it, but I just want to acknowledge
1: it's way better than it should be. Cut the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah. They've done nothing with the pinnacle.
3: Yeah,
0: after the inner circle stuff, are they even a thing still? Technically, yes. Should we cut the inner circle as well?
2: This has not been a great year for the inner circle.
1: Okay, I'm fine with that. Blood and blood and guts was cool. Stadium Stampede was cool. They're yeah. doing their
2: own things now.
1: Yeah. Young
2: Bucks FTR top team.
1: Uh, yeah. Mm, the best friends though. Lucha Brothers are pretty cool too. I would.
0: I, just... I don't hate the Bloodline, unlike unlike Oscar.
1: I, the bloodline... I don't hate the bloodline either. I just, again, I, I do kind of feel similar. Like they're not doing much with them. I mean, they're they're all champions. Yeah, but I'm bored of the USO shit. That's and also fair. the USO should not be champion. One of them is an alcoholic.
0: Okay, how about we cut the bloodline and we cut the new day.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything, really, that the New Day did this year that I'm like, oh, yeah, the
0: New Day. I mean, Biggie's the WWE champion.
1: But... Yeah, and he sucks as champion. The fuck. Maybe members of the New Day just shouldn't hold belts.
0: Good God. I mean, also, you know, Xavier Woods is the king of the ring. So? It's king of the ring. He cares about it.
2: WWE doesn't.
0: Oh, I'm aware. I'm just saying he cares about it. How about Young Bucks, Lucha Bros, American Top Team?
2: I'm okay with that. I think FTR had a better year than the Lucha Brothers, but I'm okay with. Uh, I I can see the argument for the Lucha Brothers.
0: They they had some real bangers. They did. John, what do you think, Lucha Bros or FTR? It's hard. Hmm. It's hard. I know. I'm gonna cut the best friends, by the way, even though they're great.
1: Yeah, I just think that I I do think that yeah, like, and it's it's uh, this maybe this is just a problem of booking, but like I do feel like FTR has been kind of lesser this year. And I mean, granted, also, yeah, it didn't really help that they had, you know, they they had Cash's arm issue. True. So
0: Lucha Bros is your third pick?
1: Yeah. I'm I'm okay
2: with that.
0: Alright. And we give it to the Young Bucks, or do we give it to American top team?
2: This was the Young Bucks' year.
0: It yeah. usually
1: is. But like Amer- American Top Team, I feel the issue with American Top Team is that, like, it, for as amazing as, like, Dan Lambert is and as much as he's really elevating it, like, the, the group is too big and it's it's got, like, too many moving parts between, like, the, the rotating cavalcade of MMA people and, like... You know, I, I, I feel like... And yeah, like the fact that it is this rotating cavalcade of MMA people... With Junior Dos Santos and all these other, other guys... Like... It, it's kind of taken the spotlight away from Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. And those are... They're both really fucking good at this. And it's like... Having Dan Lambert with them is a great idea. But like... Yeah, again, like... The rotating cavalcade of MMA people, I think, like, in some ways hurts the gimmick. Agreed. Because it's meant that there's not, like, it, because it's meant that they have, like, they haven't really been able to develop anyone, really flesh anyone out in that stable except for Dan Lambert. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So congratulations to the Young Bucks, the the Tag Team Slash Stable of the Year. The runners-up, the Lucha Bros and American Top Team. Next up, we have the Women's Division Wrestler of the Year. The nominees are Sasha Banks, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Hikaru Shida, Bianca Belair, Serena Deeb, and Maki Ito.
1: Simp Army represent. Sorry, what'd you say? Simp Army represent.
0: Derp has entered the chat. Dude, who do, who do we cut first? This is a good list.
2: Sasha. Sasha.
0: Over Bianca?
2: Is... What does Bianca have to say about vaccines, Owen?
1: Oh, okay. Sasha also, like, disappeared for half the year. That's true, that also happened. Okay, yeah. Like, Sasha had a great run up until Mania, disappeared for fucking six or seven months. But hey, they did that. Came back and has done basically nothing. Listen, John, when
0: you're unvaccinated, things happen.
2: They did, that, they did that rematch at SummerSlam. You can buy the t-shirt for it. Oh, man. Next that, week. Next week.
0: Why was it that Doc Coolest moment? Because <laughs> it's already nominated
2: next week. Alright. We literally uh, created that category because you wouldn't give me my plaque for Doc Coolest.
0: Alright, you know, you get it. Fine. Uh, does Maki Ito stay on this list? No. Or is it just for fun?
2: It yeah, was, no. It was because this wasn't a banger year for any women's division.
0: Yeah. So now we only have to eliminate one more. Do we eliminate Hikaru Shida?
1: I think so, honestly. I
2: also think so. I think John has hit the nail on the head a lot of...
1: Man, Sheeta's is almost good. That, uh, that's 100% describes her, Yep, yeah. Sheeta's is like 80% of the way there, and it feels like, it's starting to feel like to me that, like, you know, I'm not going to say never, but, like, I don't understand why she can't get that other 20%. Actually,
2: can I add someone who I think is top three? Sure. Okay. I want to put Thunder Rosa on here. Yeah! Yes! Yes, Thunder Rosa, absolutely. Yeah, why wasn't she on here?
0: I would take Serena Deeb off and put Thunder Rosa on there. Yeah. I would as well, yeah. Because, yeah, Serena Deeb's had had a good year, but I think Thunder Rosa just outs her by a little bit. Serena
1: Deeb is awesome. I'm loving her. I'm fuck you. I'm Dean Malenko gimmick now. Yep. Like, that's really cool. I want to see her do more. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, it it still kind of feels like whenever she shows up, it doesn't, you know, other than, like, she's fucking awesome, it doesn't feel special in the way that, like, Thunder Rosa does.
0: 100%. And then we give the award to Dr. Britt Baker. I Correct? Or do we give it to Bianca?
2: This is where I risk getting controversial. I think Britt Baker is really good, but I think Britt Baker... I actually think, and this is through no fault of Britt Baker, through no fault of Britt Baker, but I think right now, her title reign has gone on ever so slightly too long at the
1: expense of the
2: women's division.
0: Oh, so you mean the way that they book women in AEW?
1: I would make the exact same argument about Britt Baker that we've made about Hikaru Shida. Britt Baker is 80% of the way there.
2: Where I think Britt Baker at least edges out over Hikaru Shida is Britt Baker's gimmick is better.
1: Yeah, Britt Baker is a way stronger gimmick. She's just not as good a wrestler. She's okay. definitely getting there. You know, obviously you can see she's working with Cole and, and working with all these people. Baby. and Like she's getting a lot better. Like I feel like next year, like Britt Baker could absolutely 100% be like a, a absolute fucking number one person. But yeah, I think it's, I, I don't think she's, I don't think she's all the way there yet.
0: Okay and I, I'm totally cool with Bianca Belair winning this because
2: I think Bianca Belair is the right winner.
3: She,
0: she had a Belair, great performance in the Royal Rumble. The match at WrestleMania was incredible.
1: Bianca Belair is someone that like. Bianca Belair's stock has f- completely fallen, and it is th- through no fault of her own.
0: Yeah, it's because WWE's stock. They fallen. did her so dirty. Yeah.
1: I'm still mad about that SummerSlam thing. Like, Bianca Belair is fucking fantastic. She's got the look. She's a great promo. She's, like... she's, She's just great. She's fucking fantastic. I agree. Like, they... Them putting that fucking... Them... Them putting that rocket ship on her at fucking WrestleMania, like, was completely deserved, and she completely earned it, and yeah, it's fucking ridiculous that this company is the way it is, and like, has thrown all of that away. Yeah, she should still be champion. She should have never lost it.
0: Because her title reign was was fantastic, and nothing that she did during that reign made you think, oh, you know, we need to drop the belt. Off of her at the next big pay view. think
2: of the heat on Becky Lynch.
0: There, there shouldn't be heat on Becky Lynch. That's why she's not even nominated for best women's wrestler. Well, you know, also, considering she was out
1: for most of the year, and cons-
2: we'll get we'll talk about her next week.
1: Oh, and d- con- yeah, I'd- yeah, and considering her new character sucks, and most of her matches since she came back have been whatever.
0: Yep. So uh, congratulations to Bianca Belair, our Women's Division Wrestler of the Year. With the runners-up, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Thunder Rosa. Next is Men's Division Wrestler of the Year. I don't see Cody's name on this list, so I think we're going to be okay. (laughs) The nominees are Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, Roman Reigns, Christian Cage, CM Punk, MJF, and Brian Danielson.
1: Not Roman Reigns. No. I, I have three. I have three. I, Omega Page Danielson.
2: Omega Omega Page MJF.
0: Omega Page Roman Reigns.
2: <laughs> Do you actually believe that? Roman Reigns has had a really good year. No, he didn't! He actually had, like... He actually, again... The Roman Reigns as WWE Champion... As WWE Champion... Might actually be the worst thing in I, WWE right now.
0: Have you seen him put
2: the one finger up? I don't care! He's a... Ter- like, this Reign is like... This Reign is one of the worst title Reigns I've ever seen. I doubt that that's true. I will talk about it next week when the t- opportunity arises.
0: Okay.
2: But Jesus Christ, do I hate this Roman Reigns gimmick.
1: I I don't hate it. I don't hate Roman's gimmick either. However, I will completely agree with Oscar that I think that a, a big part of being a good champion and a good thing and, like, you know, really to being good at this is elevating your opponents and making your opponents look good. And, like, making it look like, you know, being able to have it look competitive and look like, you know, they're a threat to you. Everyone that has come against Roman has looked like trash. What do you mean? No, like, not a single person has come out of a Roman Reigns feud looking better.
0: What are you talking about, John? Didn't didn't you like it when he pinned both people in the triple threat at Mania? Didn't you like when he he kicked out of the visual pin that he didn't have to?
1: Or how fucking he fought Kevin Owens for a billion years and that dumb shit where, like, they couldn't get out of the fucking... Uh, oh, God. Where, like, he actually lost that last man standing because he couldn't... He was fucking chained to the thing and couldn't get out? I for- Oh, God, I forgot that. All right.
0: My three are Omega, Page, and MJF. Okay, fine. I think Brian had a good...
2: You know, the part, of, part part of Brian's year was in WWE. And he was very good in WWE. Like, I actually think he belong. Like, I think that his WWE run does not discredit him being on here.
1: Yeah, I absolutely don't either.
0: No, I don't either, but I just think that MJF had a better year. Because, you know, all the Jericho stuff, the Punk stuff's happening, the
2: Darby stuff, it's
0: all been great.
2: Yeah. Like, look. I know who John thinks wins this category.
0: I uh, guess what I also think
2: that person should win
0: this category.
2: So I will so before we cut him he he's not top 3, I just want to shout out goddamn Christian Cage rules.
1: Christian Cage rules. Christian Cage was great. Christian yeah. Cage had a banger year. Like he beat damn. Kenny Omega. Yeah. 47-year-old 40, Christian Cage, man. It just
2: goes, like, is there anybody... Like, Christian Cage is the definition of, like, WWE wasting that potential. The fact that even his return in the Royal Rumble was like, here's Edge's friend, Christian.
0: Yeah, look how much better he's doing than Edge now.
2: Yeah.
1: It's just... And just, like, the even think about it this way. Like, Everybody was so mad and was clowning on fucking AEW when they made the announcement of Christian. And, like, you know, be like, oh, Big Show said he's a Hall of Fame worthy talent. (laughs) Yeah, no. He is. He is. He is. Have you seen this fucking run? He is. Outwork everyone.
2: And he has. I agree. I'm I'm not going to win the fight. Let's just put it, let's just say it now. Adam Page wins. I'm not. I don't have the energy to argue it.
0: Here's a question. Do we want to put MJF as the third person, or do we want to put Christian Cage
2: as a third person? No, MJF. Christian Cage, Christian Cage was great in the... Uh, Christian Cage was a great like upper mid. He beat Kenny. He's had great matches. MJF is a star.
0: Yeah, I, I just wanted to ask the question before we moved on. But yes, Adam Page was gonna. It has
2: to be the the wrestler.
1: This was his year. The entire if, reason did. I was okay with him not getting it last year was because it was still in the middle of the story, and we had to see how the story played out. They made a million percent good on that story and did it perfectly. Yeah. Cowboy shit. Yeah, I'm Adam okay. Which with- is the fucking best. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree. Adam Page is the realest and most interesting and complex character I have ever seen in wrestling. Adam Adam Page is great. I just want to
2: shout it out. Um, I think Kenny Omega had one of the best years I've ever seen for a wrestler.
1: Kenny Omega had one of the best years I've ever seen for a wrestler. and The fact that he was able to do this while fighting Vertigo... And it being in a spinning ring, fucking insane. Fucking unreal. If this is my personal
2: list, Kenny Omega wins, but it's the sight list.
1: Yep. I've been there. Adam Page is an incredible wrestler, making good on a fucking two and a half year long storyline. Yeah. Cowboy shit. Although,
2: hey, I would make the argument if it's a storyline, there's a category coming up for that.
1: Yeah, but he also can back it up in the ring too. I mean, he just went fucking I know. with Brian Danielson. Yes, I know. Kenny only went thirty. Well, you know, therefore Hangman is two times better than Kenny Omega, That's and just yet mad. none of and yet none of them could beat him. Yeah, but he
2: lasted for twice as long. So yeah, but also Kenny could have lasted
1: twice as long if it was for the belt, though.
0: Also, Danielson didn't win any of his matches. Yeah, I have a point
1: there. So, still upset about that.
0: Congrats, <laughs> and I'm still the, right. Ha- congrats to Hagman and Page, our men's division wrestler of the year. Also, don't up. worry,
2: don't worry, John. It's cool. Mistaken liked it.
0: God, runners up: Kenny Omega and MJF. All right, guys, we're getting down to it. These are our last three categories. Best feud slash storyline. The nominees are. Edge versus Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, the Inner Circle versus MJF slash The Pinnacle Matt Cardona versus Nick Gage, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston, the Fall and Rise of Adam Page, Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight, Miro versus God, and CM
1: Punk versus MJF. I'm gonna say three. I have three.
0: Uh, I have three. Cardona, Cardona Page. Adam
1: yep. Page, Punk, Punk MJF. King- I was going to say Cardona Page, Punk Kingston, Adam Page. You know
2: what? I, I, I'm I willing to cut Punk MJF because the story has just bit started. Bit. It's not yeah. done yet.
1: It's not done. It's not done. Yep. It's still going. We've gotten an amazing promo. but all And I'll also say it that, like, yeah, I feel like none of the promos since then have been as good they haven't been it? i don't say that they've been bad but like i do feel like i don't know sometimes i feel like in watching mjf that like he does the bad kind of heel he of just being dismissive and shitty about everything in a way that like makes it feel like that doesn't come across in the right way it, it comes across in a way of like you know when the bellas would do their weird dismissive bullshit and, like, not actually elevating things.
0: We can cut Camera grind versus LA Knight because it was good while it was having, but the ending felt really flat. Yep. It had so much potential.
1: And they just randomly fucking turned LA Knight babyface after it. That... Ugh, that to have him sense. be a representative of the old black and gold NXT that he was on for, like, what, three months? Ugh. Uh
2: before we settle on what the other two are, are we in agreement or is the fallen rise of Adam Page gonna win? It's not my or are we gonna give it to Cardona Nick Gage?
0: Um I don't I don't know who I'm gonna pick to win yet. I haven't decided.
1: I'm leaning towards Page, but I'm willing to hear an argument for, for Cardona Gage.
2: Can we um can we cut inner circle versus MJF? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Miro
0: vs. God is pretty good Miro vs. God God is
1: is pretty good
2: I'd be willing to put that over Instead of CM Punk vs. Eddie Kingston Just because
1: don't think they've done enough with it I think it's been too start and stop I think it's been too Like Like those promos Are really great and they're really cool And then Miro just disappears for weeks Mm. Like it, you know it, because the problem is I feel like if if what happened if what happened to Moxley never happened, we wouldn't even have like two of those promos. True. Okay, I think yeah they they need to they need to actually fucking commit to the Miro thing.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm cool with cutting it then and see if maybe next year they build more on it. You know, out of the three that we have left, you know which one I kind of lean toward winning? Cardona Gage. Because that thing just caught everyone by
2: storm. That was my feeling with Cardona Gage, and I I know we've talked a lot about it. Um and I think there's definitely going to be one other place where one other place left on this list where Cardona Gage is definitely going to get its due as well. Uh-huh. Um, but, um... Yeah, I think Owen's completely right. It caught everybody by storm. It got people I know that don't like deathmatch wrestling to check this shit out.
0: I'm one of those. I don't like deathmatch wrestling. Yeah. I watched it. I thought it was freaking awesome. Matt Cardona really took this gimmick and ran with it. It And going against fucking Nick Gage, the deathmatch king... Beating him and then calling himself the death match king? It it's played the
2: crowd so perfectly.
1: Oh, they pelted that ring. They actually worked a crowd that usually does not get worked. Yeah. He got like
2: actual
0: like big time heat.
2: And the fact that they actually had Cardona beat Gage is something that I don't think anybody For expected. The title. Yeah.
0: And then all the shit he was doing with it act. Oh, it's just so good. I'm okay with this. It's just so unique and wonderful. And just, like, reminds you why we love this bullshit that
1: we love. It's had no business working. I agree.
0: So, I would say... That our winner for best views slash storyline is Matt Cardona versus Nick Gage. The runners up are CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston and the fall and rise of Adam Page. Oscar, you ready for Best Event? Yeah. Alright. Our best event, the nominees are uh, by the way, for reference best event is like non weekly television or you
2: know Yeah, best best pay per view or spent like Super card
0: or Yeah, because yeah, like some of them are like a special themed episode. And basically a named show. Yes, a named show. The nominees are Brody Lee Celebration of Life New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 15 Night Two AEW Revolution WrestleMania 37 Night One AEW Blood and Guts. AEW du- Double or Nothing AEW All Out WWE Crown Jewel AEW Full Gear and AEW Grand Slam I have a three I don't think anyone's going to agree with it but I have a three
2: mm, I want to debate these a little bit
0: I know I'm not ready to say them yet. I'm just saying I have I'm a three not.
2: That no one's going to agree with Yeah I'm not ready to say a three yet
0: um, I want to look up the card of Grand- of uh, Wrestle Kingdom Night 2. I want to remember what that is.
2: Let me look that up, because I remember it being really fucking good. Oh, yeah, it's because of the three matches that are on our match of the year list. Yeah. Shingo Takaki, Jeff Cog. Ah, oh, shit. Hiromu Takahashi, Ta- Taiji Ishimori, and Kota Ibushi versus Jay White. Yeah. Oh, does that hang? (laughs) Because those are three fucking really good matches. Yeah. Mm. I feel really good about saying Full Gear should be locked in. Um, hmm. Well, actually, Full Gear and Double or Nothing kind of both feel like they should be
0: locked in. I feel like... Grand Slam should be locked in. Mm, I know you were there. Because Grand Slam... I, when I talk about Grand Slam, I'm, con, I'm con, combining Dynamite and Rampage. Because it was all Grand Slam. Was Rampage explicitly sold as being Grand Slam? Yes. It was Rampage Grand Slam. And it was a two-hour thing.
2: Okay. Right. It was a two-hour thing.
0: So it was part one and part two of Grand Slam.
2: And... That that has. I I actually I feel like I feel like s- based on the precedent that we have set here, we can't combine it because we're not combining WrestleMania. Those are two nights. We don't combine Wrestle Kingdom. Those are two nights. All right. We have to like be very explicit here, just based on the precedent.
0: All right. You know what? I I can't argue with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna put them both on the list as Dynamite Grand Slam and Rampage Grand Slam. And both should be on the list. No. Alright, fine. The- Rampage should be on the list. Because the other one had the women's title match and the uh, the Omega Danielson match. But the Rampage had that amazing tag team match and it had the uh, the Lights Out match. And it had Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs, which was such a good match. Yeah, the Powerhouse was...
2: Hobbs is so good. That was a good card. Um... That was a
0: really good. Like I was tired because it was like late, but I didn't give a shit. I was I was still like popping hard for that show. I'll have to wait for John to return before I. Get him to back me up on that one. Yeah. But, what? But I also feel like Crown Jewel should. What? What? Oh, I was, was going to say that coward. I think that Rampage Grand Slam should be on this list. Because that had the punk Powerhouse yeah, Hobbs match. That crazy ass, big ass tag team match. Where everyone was just like pulling off all the craziest moves and also yeah, like, I, I, the, the lights would, out
2: match I would actually make the I would be happy with the argument that the rampage card was better than the than the dynamite card
0: right freaking homicide showed up that was fucked up
1: homicide did um, Ramp, rampage
0: grand Slams is a
2: lock for this John I'm not ready to lock it in. Uh, I want to talk about yet. the Brody Lee celebration not of life. Yet.
0: There's some. I think so early call There's so many good shows on here.
2: Yeah, but I just, I, I, I just feel like I feel like we should be eliminating things instead of locking things. Okay, fair. We can eliminate WrestleMania Night One. All
1: right. I want to look at it. We can. I think we can. I think we can cut Revolution. I think we can cut WrestleMania. Well, uh,
2: blood cuts. We can cut. I'm not happy cutting Crown Jewel. I'm not happy cutting Revolution yet.
0: I'm gonna need to look up some of these cards before I. I wanna look at WrestleMania.
2: I know I'm probably the only one that like really even and and even with the ending, I'm probably the only one that really will fight hard for the barbed wire death match being the legitimate banger that it was, and like, yeah, the ending was okay. Actually, no, I'm looking at this Revolution card. We can cut Revolution.
1: <laughs> Never mind. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, because like, here's the thing about Revolution. It's like, yeah, look, I'll I'll give you. It's that that exploding barbed wire death match gets a bad rap because of that because of the weak finish. It definitely does. Like it was a really cool match, but other than that and the Sting Darby Allen Team Taz Street fight,
2: Um, remember from that show? Yeah, I mean, Bucks versus Jericho MJF was good, but it's a Bucks Jericho. Like it's a Bucks match.
1: Yeah, and it was also that weird. And it was also still that weird period where like the Bucks
2: hadn't turned
1: heel yet. Also, I'm looking at the WrestleMania
0: card and while Night 1 has some high highs, the lows are real rotten. It's not... As an overall card, I don't think it, it hangs.
1: Yeah.
2: No, I think I think I, I think I I remember putting it on there because I, by and large, enjoyed it and just thought and also, Goddamn, I mean, that was great. It was an okay WrestleMania. I, good job, WWE. You did it.
0: Yeah. I feel like we should hold on to Crown Jewel for a bit because it was a really solid WWE show, and I feel like it should
2: get some recognition. It should get some recognition. It's not top three, though.
0: I'm Well, I'm not ready to eliminate yet, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's top three, I just don't think it should be eliminated yet.
2: Both Full Gear and Double or Nothing are, like, loaded with fantastic matches. I think the
0: only lock we have is All Out. Because if All that's not on our list, we are doing something wrong.
1: I would, I would say that for, I would put I full gear above all out. Really, we're in all episode, out, honestly. This year's all out. Punk, punk Kingston, punk Kingston. Yeah, this uh, year's all out was God. like Omega. Omega page was better all than right. Omega. Actually, Christian. you know
0: what? The more you talk about it, you're convincing me that
2: we should. The casino game. battle royale was like not the worst, but still the casino battle royale. Yeah. Uh,
1: What was the what was the Uh, the women's
2: match from All Out was uh, Britt Baker, Chris Statlander.
1: Right, Baker Statlander. Yeah, I'd say the Baker. So what you're saying is cut all out. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I think cut all out. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm cool with it. All Out was good for moments. All Out was All Out was a really good show. That I think was, yeah, was exactly. It was a huge. It had huge moments, and and it was a really great card. It's just. I I have an idea.
0: Why don't we change the name of this category to best card?
2: No, because I think that the overall stuff does matter.
1: Okay. Okay. I just wanted to ask. Yeah, like that's that's. yeah, because that's the thing, is that that's the thing I would say about All Out. It was it was a better card on paper. Yeah, yeah, that is a slippery slope if we do that. You're you're right. It was it was it was better, yeah, All Out was a better show on paper than full gear. Full gear was a better show okay. in practice.
2: Okay, that makes sense. I'm, I'm okay
1: rather, with I this.
2: And you know, by that to that point as well, I would actually make the argument that double or nothing was for the most part better than full gear. In terms of exceeding expectations, Double or Nothing's card looked bang average. But, you know, I'd say Riho Serena Deeb, that match fucking ruled. Um, Cage Page was very good. Cage Page. Moxley Kingston versus the Young Bucks was. The first really good Eel Bucks match.
0: Hmm.
2: The triple know. threat, Pat Cassidy, Kenny was amazing.
0: I think I'd still pick Full Gear over double or nothing.
2: I would Yeah, looked, look, I would I, I, I'm not I, I get it. I get and I get it Full Gear had the big emotional moments. I'm willing to let full gear over Double or Nothing. I just really liked Double or Nothing in a way that I didn't expect to.
1: That's fair. Fair. Again, it was a middling
0: card on paper. So I would cut Double or Nothing and I would cut Crown Jewel at this point. And then I would also cut Dynamite Grand Slam because... I think we should only have one of them on here and Rampage was the stronger one.
2: I'm going to say a three. Well, we have four, so
0: you can just tell me which one you're
2: getting rid of. I'm going to say cut Rampage Grand Slam as well. I you're think insane.
0: Res- I think Absolutely Wrestle Kingdom not. Night
2: 2 was better than Rampage Night, or than Grand Slam Night 2.
0: I 100% disagree. That, that Suzuki... Archer versus uh, Moxley and uh, Kingston match was incredible. No disagreements. <laughs> that that multi tag team match was just off the wall bananas. CM Punk made Powerhouse Hobbs look like a fucking star. That was such a good show. I really did not expect the whole Rampage to be so good after because I was tired after Dynamite. And they just fucking killed it. John?
1: I don't remember a lot of Wrestle Kingdom right, to 15 2 to be honest.
0: I, I looked it up. It, there's some good things on there, but I, if I had to choose between the two, I would take the the
2: Rampage. Shingo Jeff the Shingo Chikagi-Jeff Cobb card. match was really fucking good. It was. And so was Kota Ibushi versus Jay White. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's there's some okay stuff on here. I, I would still take rampage over it. I think I would too, yeah.
2: Look, I'm I I've I have fought for stuff. That I really liked because I was there. I get it. Yeah. All right. Brody so, Lee wins. What? I think the Brody Lee celebration of life wins. I agree. Nah, I won't argue it. Uh, here, here's here's my here's my argument in favor. Um. One, it was, you know, as a tribute, it functioned very well as a tribute show. Mm -hmm. I appreciate, you know the way, like you know, yeah, obviously the Dark Order, I appreciated I, I liked the story where just all these other people that weren't part of the Dark Order were joining with Dark Order members to help them out I thought that was nice and it worked, I like it had a really good moment just with the TNT Championship for life, retiring the old version of the belt um I also think if you look at its impact I th- you know just the fact that it's like you know the fact that it's like I don't think CM Punk and he's kind of alluded to this like CM Punk saw the way that Brody Lee was treated or the way that Brody Lee's death was handled Martha Hart is willing to work with wrestling again because she has seen how they handled the Brody Lee stuff. Brian Danielson said it too. Like, you can make the argument that it is perhaps the most important show AEW has done.
3: Okay.
1: I'm convinced. As well as it's a show you never want to have to do, and they did it in a way that was tasteful and, like, beautiful and affecting, and, yeah, it, it was perfect. Okay.
0: So congratulations to, to the Brody Lee Celebration of Life, the best event of 2021. The runners-up, AEW Full Gear, and <laughs> AEW Rampage Grand Slam. And, folks, we've come down to the final category, and there are a lot of nominees.
2: Not as many as last year, though. Oh, yeah. It's still a lot. One less than last year. Wow. Oh, wait, no. It's exactly tied with last year. Never mind. There we go.
0: Perfect. All right. So, we, I'm, should I, I guess I'm going to list everything that we got here, and then we're going to Those are the rules. I know. I'm going to do it. It's a long list, but I'm going to do it. Then we are going to do the thing we always do. where Are we doing we go cuts around, or
2: locks first? We're going, do, uh, we're going to do locks first. I say
1: we cuts. do locks first.
0: So here is the list. Buckle up, folks. Also, Oscar, I appreciate that you put them all in order for me here. Thank of you. Course. So these are the matches from New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom 15 night. Well, first we'll do night one, just one match: Kudo Buci versus Tetsuya Naito for the I.W.G.P. Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships.
1: He has that cool belt now. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, our our favorite friend that has that cool oh.
3: belt.
0: We'll talk about him next time.
1: Uh, from Night 2, we
0: have Shingo Takagi versus Jeff Cobb for the Never Openweight Championship. Hiromu Takahashi versus Taiji Ishimori for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. And Kota Ibushi versus Jay White for the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships. From New Year's Smash Night 1... We have Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. From the January 15th episode of SmackDown, we have Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan. From Revolution, we have four matches. The Inner Circle, Chris Jericho and
2: MJF. Wait, what? I I'm, conf- I'm confused. What MJF was in the this was before the turn happened.
0: Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, he was. He was Indian. I remember circle. now. Chris Jericho and MJF versus the Young Bucks for the AEW World Tag Team Titles. The Casino Tag Team Royale. Team Taz, Brian Cage and, and Ricky Starks versus Darby Allin and Sting in a street fight. That was the uh, cinematic one, right? Yeah. Nice. Uh, and we yeah. have John Moxley versus Kenny Omega, and an exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW World Championship. From St. Patrick's Day Slam, we have Britt Baker DMD versus Thunder Rosa in an unsanctioned lights out match. Yeah, yeah. God, that was this year. Long, long ass year. We have two from WrestleMania from Night One. Bianca Belair vs. Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's title. And from Night 2, we have Daniel Bryan vs. Edge vs. Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. From the April 14th episode of Dynamite, we have the Young Bucks vs. Death Triangle. From the April 30th episode of SmackDown, we have Daniel Bryan vs. Roman Reigns in a Universal Championship match, title vs. career. From the May 5th Blood and Guts episode of Dynamite, we have the Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle in a Blood and Guts match. From the May 12th episode of Dynamite, we have SCU versus the Young Bucks for the World Tag Team titles, Title versus Career. Boy, we have a bunch of those this year. From Double or Nothing, we have five matches. We have Riho versus Serena Deeb for the NWA Women's World Championship. Brian Cage versus Hangman Adam Page. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston versus The Young Bucks for the AEW World Tag Team Titles. PAC uh, PAC versus Orange Cassidy versus Kenny Omega for the AEW World Title.
2: I like how you said both pronunciations so this way everybody can be mad at you. That's
0: <laughs> what I do, man. And the Pinnacle versus the Inner Circle in a spring or in a stadium stampede. Uh, from Impact Wrestling Slam reversary we have two matches: Josh Andrews versus P.D. Williams versus Trey Miguel versus Ace Austin versus Chris Bay versus Rohit Raju in an Ultimate X match, and Kenny Omega versus Sammy Callahan. In a no DQ match for the Impact World Title. At GCW Homecoming, Night 1, we have Matt Cardona vs. Nick Gage in a death match for the GCW World Title. From the July 28th fight for the Fallen, we have Jericho vs. Nick Gage in a no DQ match. From NXT Takeover 36, we have Walter vs. Ilya Dragunov. For the NXT UK Championship. From AEW All Out, we have two matches the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks in a steel cage match for the AEW World Tag Titles, and Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage for the AEW World Title. From the Rampage buy in on October 15th, we have Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. From WWE Crown Jewel, we have Edge vs. Seth Rollins in a hell in a cell match. From full gear, we have five matches. MJF vs. Darby Allen. Brian Danielson vs. Miro for the in the World Championship Eliminator final. Christian Cage and Jurassic Express vs. the Super Click in a false count anywhere match. CM Punk vs. Eddie Kingston. And Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega for the AEW World Title. From the December first episode of Dynamite, we have Andrade El Idolo versus Cody Rhodes in an Atlanta Street Fight. And at the very end, winner is coming. We have Brian Danielson versus Hangman Adam Page for the AEW World Title. (sighs) that's a lot. How how would I do? Did did you good. Thank you. Alright, we're going to do locks first, and I will go first. And I am locking in Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. No argument. That match fucking slaps. Yeah, no argument. Alright, how, how do I highlight it for this? Do I make it yellow?
2: Yeah, make blue. It blue.
1: Make it
0: blue. It's the okay. warmest color. That blow. Okay, I got it. Uh John, you're up next. Uh out, Rick Baker Thunder
2: Rosa? Yeah, no arguments. Sense. Uh,
0: absolutely. That was like a moment. That was that was a moment maker for both these the, them. Uh Oscar. Uh
2: Cardona Gage.
0: Yes. Easy. All right, and now we're going to do... I think we're going to do two rounds of eliminations. Uh, Let me see. What am I going to cut? What am I going to cut? Wait, I just realized something. Is the Omega uh, Brian match from... From Grand Slam, not on this list. Nothing
2: from Grand Slam is on here. Yeah, all right.
0: Um, Would it have so been many... top ten anyway? That's what I'm saying. There's so many good matches on here. I'm I'm okay with it. But but for that, I'm also gonna cut the winners coming match. The 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 the, the, uh, the draw between Danielson and Page.
2: Um. I'm...
0: Anyone going to argue? I'm going to veto.
2: Alright. Uh... I just wanted to hang on a little bit longer. I want to have an actual discussion about it.
0: Alright, alright, alright. Shit. No, I like that match. What was special about the Casino Tag Team Royale? Good. Is that, that all you got?
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, wait. No, it had. Um. No, it actually did have a moment in it. It's not talked. It. It, it should be. It. It, there, it. I'm trying to remember what the actual. Um. Just give me one second because okay. uh, it did have an actual thing in there that I wanted to shout out.
0: All right. I'll I'll keep looking to see if I want to.
2: Yeah no okay that's what it is it had the the ending bit of of uh, Phoenix and Jungle Boy that that's it I saw, and it I and it and it was just like I want a real match between these two and we got it I'm pretty sure
0: I still want I want to cut it unless John vetoes it
2: No I, I I I'm the only one who would have gone for that and I'm not going for it
0: <laughs> Well you can't because you're a user veto
2: <laughs> I know I'm saying like I'm the I only know. one who even really liked it. <laughs>
0: All right, John, you're up. What are you cutting?
3: (sighs) Hmm. It's Um, tough, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm. Blood and guts was fine. I agree. I, I agree. It's It's not not top top ten. Like I'm glad they did a real. I'm glad they did a real War Games match. Even if they can't call it a real War Games match, it was fine.
0: Oscar, you're gonna you're gonna veto or are you gonna go with? It? I'm
1: thinking about it.
0: All right. Yeah, I'm gonna veto. Veto. All right, it's vetoed. All
1: right. All right, then he I'm loves. cutting the. All right, then I'm cutting okay. you off this right. match. All right. Damn, I was going
0: to do that if you weren't. But I nice. cu- I
2: like that match in the moment and I uh yeah, I don't care about it anymore. Word? Speaking of
0: things you don't care about, what's what are you going to cut off this list? Um
2: I'm the only one that liked this anyway and i've i like it less i like it less and less each time i think about it um what is it brian edge roman
3: Hmm. hmm. no argument
0: yeah the end bit kind of yeah okay
2: I really, I really liked the match. I even liked the ending, but I feel like in the end the only person that's better off after it is the one that's not in WWE anymore.
0: <laughs> yep. I have a question since I'm up next to eliminate something. What's special about the Young Bucks versus the Death Triangle from the... Uh... April
1: 14th episode of Dynamite. I don't remember this match at all and was thinking about cutting it.
2: It was a good match. I was probably watching Dynamite and thought, yo, this match fucking rules. Word? Well, it's not on the list anymore. Oh, there are many matches that you can tell sometimes. There are many moments that you can tell. It's like, yeah, I sat down and watched SmackDown this week or I sat down and was watching Dynamite and was taken in euphoria.
0: Yeah, I, I get it.
1: John, you're up. I'm going to say let's cut the double or nothing championship. The triple threat? Yeah okay it was good yeah it made me believe it
2: made me actually buy into orange cassidy as a main event world champion
1: yep and they and uh, and you know what they did a very good job with sell with uh with telling a cool and like unique feeling story for a, a triple yeah fan. but it was you know look it was still a triple threat with three people that you didn't, you know, that if you really thought about for a second, you knew they weren't
2: coming. Yeah, play. look, it's it's that whole thing about The Rock takes on Kurt Angle in a match that only The Rock can win. Ugh.
0: Oscar, you got one to eliminate?
2: Oh, right, we're still doing eliminations. Um, yeah, dude. Sorry, I thought it was locks already.
0: No, no blocks are. I I get a lock after you do this one. Um. I already know what I'm locking.
2: Cut. Cut. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns.
0: Which one uh, of oh, the Tever's career? Yeah. I think it was good. I, I I can see it not
2: making the top ten, but it's good. It was really fucking good. It's the it's the best Roman match.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna argue it, John. No argument. Okay. And with that, we are back into locks, and I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna do a slam dunk here. I'm locking in Bianca versus Sasha. Oh, from Summerslam. No argument shut your goddamn mouth <laughs> shut. it's from Wrestlemania John Oscar's not up John what are you what are you doing
1: hey man Omega
2: yeah. no arguments
0: yeah I'm down
2: Oscar? I know that if I don't try to lock it now, it won't make it. <laughs> Alright, what, what, what is it? Moxley Omega Exploding Barbed Wire Deathmatch. <laughs> you
0: know. Beautiful. If you weren't, I was going to.
2: I could play this strategically. You could. You could
0: also fuck up our list. If someone doesn't veto it.
2: Um. Inner Circle versus Pinnacle in Blood and Guts. Uh. Veto. So whatever I say now goes on the list. Don't
0: fuck up our don't fuck up our list, Oscar.
2: Not gonna fuck up the list. I'm getting.
0: <laughs> but you can't pick the two
2: things you already picked. I know I can't pick the two things I've already picked. I know. I'm just like I'm just reminding you the rules. I'm aware of the rules. I've done this a lot.
0: I, I don't this think scene. so.
2: Those are the two I actually did feel really strongly about wanting on there, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, make an argument then. Why? Why should we? Why should we allow either of these on the list? I really, really like them. That's not well, a good. Despite
2: argument. despite the blown endings, one I feel Blood and Guts is like the best War Games match since WCW ended.
0: There's a lot of blood in that match. I wasn't. Yeah. About it.
2: Um. Exploding, exploding barbed wire death match. I feel. Um. Hey, I'll I'll put it to you this way: the blown ending only adds to the FMW authenticity of it. <laughs> you know everything everything from like the ref in the in the explosion proof suit, the presentation of it. You know, Kenny, the jeans and T-shirt aesthetic, all the great spots, except for the C four at the end. The explosions did look pretty cool. It is something so that you know, I'm not gonna say unique, but it's something like so unique for an American promotion to actually like nail why those matches work. And yeah, the ending the ending was a bummer. But so what? I feel like at this point, you can go back and watch that match. Yeah. And now that you know that the ending's gonna be not great, it's like you can really just go back and enjoy the match for what it is.
3: I,
0: I still didn't love the batch. But it's, it's John's veto. He's the one that can revoke it or not.
1: I... If it's between these unless two, unless you pick something else, I'm... you
0: can still pick something else.
2: I have a third. If if there's a, if 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 it's gonna stay vetoed, I'm okay with that. I have thought about it. There's one more that I'm willing. There's one more that I feel pretty
1: good about. But um... what's your third? And then I'll what's your third? And then I'll reho Serena. That's, oh, that's fine. That. Reho Serena Deep. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely cool with that. That's that that, yeah, that has does a belong cool. That a here. cool match. Yeah.
0: I, I put that on the list above those other two.
1: I'm gonna make I will say your your argument I feel like your argument is more compelling for for the barbed wire death match. Oh
2: yeah, no, my argument. Like, but the barbed wire death match in the
1: I feel like Blood and Guts was no. not great. <laughs> no, the... And I feel like and I feel like especially in the way that like
2: Blood blood and Guts was my... Fine, if I can't have the barbed wire deathmatch, I guess I'll do Blood and Guts, but... We still have one more round of locks. I will make my argument again next round.
0: Okay. Then it is time for me to cut something. We're going to do two more rounds of cuts. Uh... I didn't really think it... Think, uh, I can't
3: no, if you don't have one.
0: I'm going to do this one because I like this match, but I don't think it's going to get top 10. Vito. Which,
1: Which one? one? Wait, well, I, what, wait, John, what are you vetoing? Well, you're highlighting Edge versus Seth Rollins, yes. right? Okay. Yeah, veto.
0: Good. I'm, I'm glad someone else is going to fight for that. I, I felt like I wasn't going to be able to put
1: that one there. If if there if if we're going to put any main roster match on this, I think okay. it's that one. I mean, we already have one. We have the. Oh yeah, I guess we do. I look. I think no. that look. I'm not going to say that it's a. I th- I think it's I think it's good for like the bottom half I'm of down. the list. It's a discussion I'm willing to have. Okay, then if you veto that
0: one, I'm going to pick the uh, the Exploding Barbed Wire Death Match. Veto. I thought so. And then that's when I eliminate Blood and Guts.
2: Fine. We already established I don't have a strong... I don't have a strong argument for Blood and Guts.
1: Blood and Guts, the ending just kind of... The ending didn't do it for me. Even, like, I don't... Even, like, ignoring the just... The part where, yeah, they, they obviously fucked up the camera angle and you could see that it was a crash pad with cardboard on it while they were like, Oh my god, it's concrete! Like... Even outside of that, like why the fuck did they end up on top of the thing in the first place? That's stupid. Agreed. John, you're up for a cut. <sighs> Danielson Miro. Yeah, I remember that match. It was very good. it's about We've it. We've established
2: that the wrong person won.
1: Yep, the wrong person won. Oscar, you're up.
2: danielson uh no i'm gonna am gonna cut something that I feel is an easy one here okay jericho gage oh, really? we gave we gave the we gave the best moment from that match it's due already
1: yeah okay. we did and and the 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 other gauge match that we have yeah. Right here.
2: Alright, Jericho Gage was really cool to see on free network, on free television.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: th- exactly.
1: Point made. Uh,
0: alright. I thought this match was good, but I don't know if it's top ten good. Because we gotta start making some big cuts. How about Cage
2: versus Page? No argument. Alright. Would have been better if it was in a cage. It should have been. Cage right. versus Page versus Gage in a steel cage.
0: All right, John's up next. Also a reminder, nothing from Wrestle Kingdom has been eliminated. Just
1: wanted to throw that out there. SCU Young Bucks was really good out there, no? hangs. Agreed. And I will actually talk a little bit next week about the story of that. (laughs) I think you're wrong there, but I understand it. Yeah. Uh, Oscar, you're up.
0: Never doing another round of locks.
2: Mm. Cut. I'm going to say, I'm going to just go non-controversial here and say cut Inner Circle versus Young Bucks from Revolution.
3: Okay, yeah.
2: Like, that is not, I'm not going to Sophie's Choice this here and cut something that's going to be a tough one.
0: Okay. So, we have six locked in.
2: Do you want to just debate? Because I do want to just debate these last thing, or do we want to do one round, one more round of locks?
0: I would say one more round of locks, and then from what's left, we figure out what's the last entry. Because we'll have nine, and then we have to put one more in. So, I want to put in the Hell in a Cell match, since I, I see John wants to fight with it for it with me.
3: Okay.
0: It's not going to be behind a list, but it should be on a list. John, where are you going to put it?
2: Are you talking or are you just mulling it
0: over? Time? I don't think John
2: is talking. Okay, I just need to make sure that the mic wasn't working. That the mic was still like not broken.
0: It's tough because there's not much left.
2: Anymore. We
1: really, we really don't have Omega
2: Danielson. You on can here? put it on if you want. That's what I also. Thought but about. I also feel like Omega Danielson doesn't hang in the top ten. That's my hot. 10. I think it would. But if you guys want to put it on... If you guys want to put it on and not lock it in and have that discussion for taking up for it in the last spot...
0: No, I I just think... Punk Kingston. I think Josh should put it
1: in and lock it. Punk Kingston.
0: I'm okay with that. Uh... uh, Hmm... Uh... Remind me what's so good about that match.
2: CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston.
0: Alright. Whatever. Sure.
1: Um... Maybe I do want... Maybe I... I just want to throw... Omega Omega Danielson was really fucking good, but it also felt like a part... It it felt like a part one match. It felt like a a match where they never got out of second gear. And, like, I like it because of that. Like, I really like that it was kind of tentative and slow and everything like that. But, like, I don't know. It feels like a match to me where it's, like... I guess you could say that's why it's uh, it, it's a Grand Slam and because it never was uh, full gear.
3: Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you.
1: <laughs> I, I do feel like the more I think about it, it's, like, I feel like that's a match where, like, it could. While I, I understand the story they were telling, I think it was really, and they did a really good job with it. I, I feel like knowing what we know, Matt, mm-hmm. Noah, I feel like that match could have been a lot different and maybe better if Omega wasn't in as bad shape as he clearly was.
0: I can see that. Do, do you? But do you want to lock in Punk in Kingston? Um. Cause I'm gonna throw that there. There's a match that no one's locked in that I think you guys are insane for not locking in yet.
1: And what do? You, what is that? The
0: steel cage match. It all out.
1: You're right. Yeah. No. Bucks. Bucks versus. Yeah, I was versus- gonna
0: say like you guys have not locked that in yet. I'm getting nervous that we're gonna run out of things.
1: No, you're right. You're right. That's that's yeah. the one. Oscar. It's tough because there's actually
2: three matches on here, and o- that I think should be on here, and only two spots left.
0: It's true. This is how it gets tough.
2: Well, I'm gonna make the I'm gonna make my attempt first to lock in Moxley Omega Barbed Wire Death Match.
0: John, I'm okay with it. I'm gonna veto it then.
2: All right, then. I just want to
0: see if you going to use yours first, John.
2: <laughs> then I'm going to lock in... Team Taz versus uh, Darby Allin and Sting in the street fight. That was a cool match.
0: I'm down with that one.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Alright. We have one match left. What do we put in that spot? My argument will still
2: be... That barbed wire death match. I... No. Like, that is the thing that I feel the most passionate about. It is probably the match from this year that I've gone back the most... Like, I still have that saved on my PVR. And every so often I would just go back and be like... I want to watch that fucking barbed wire death match again... That was cool as shit that they actually like did that in America, you know, and it and it was not gimped or anything like that.
0: You know what I would put put in as my tenth entry in here? I think everyone's forgetting how fucking good that Danielson Suzuki match was in that buy-in. They went long and they just were beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. Oh, that match was so good. The crowd was so hyped. Like I can't believe they put that on YouTube. They didn't put it on the actual TV show, but also there were no commercial breaks and they just gave them all the time.
1: Okay, I'm a I'm a throw this out there. Uh-huh. Danielson Suzuki for the last okay. spot. We switch Team Taz as Darby Allen sting street fight with the barbed wire death match.
0: You know what? I I'm okay with that. I'm happy
1: with that. It's done.
2: Uh before Before we completely lock in. Okay. How do y'all feel about stadium stampede? It was fine. Okay, a, I just wanted to moment. make sure, I just wanted to make sure we weren't like going to go through this and be like, oh fuck, Stadium Stampede.
1: No, I really enjoyed Stadium Stampede. I think it had a lot of really great moments to it. I don't think it was, yeah,
0: that yep. And and none of the the Wrestle Kingdom stuff really you know
2: stick. I just out don't remember a lot of the Wrestle Kingdom stuff beyond seeing the match, seeing the match and being like, yeah, that was really good, wasn't it? It's been it's been a weak year for New Japan.
1: I'm just gonna say it, it's it's hard to care about a lot of the Wrestle Kingdom stuff when, you, uh, to your point, Owen, New Japan was so fucking weak otherwise this year, and it felt like none of what happened at Wrestle Kingdom was really made. 100 agree. Like maybe that's not fair to the matches themselves, but wrestling like, doesn't exist in a vacuum. It is. Yep, exactly.
0: I'm happy with our 10. I'm looking at them all, and yeah, these are all good matches.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, the only, like, yeah, Danielson, Page, I think the ending was too controversial amongst certain members of the uh, pro Cool staff for it to even stand a chance.
1: It was a fucking excellent match for 59 minutes. And then the last minute became very clear. Yo, you should have just had Miro beat Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson. You could have had him win by bullshit and just given Hangman a fucking strong victory for his first. No, no, it's
2: it's cool though. The you know, it doesn't matter what the average person thinks. Fuck the average person.
1: Don't 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 do inside stuff. He- yeah, true. It's not like we're trying. It's not like we're trying to like expand the audience or like convince people guys. of anything. Like, no, it's it's you know. The, okay. Oh, these fucking the the niche audience that already likes AEW thinks Pangman is over. So guys, that's all we're that
0: three and a half hours into this. He's not going to listen.
2: Don't don't.
1: That's do why, why. That's why we're doing this.
0: Do it to his face, you cowards. Which you already did, but do it again. <laughs>
1: Okay, I will do it again. <laughs> and then he'll never come I, I, to Discord again. Actually, no, no, don't don't do that. You're yeah, fine. no, we you know how he operates. I <laughs> know. He'll he'll take his ball and go home cuz he's a baby. He wants to have, he wants to have Kataral over
2: the situation. Oh,
1: man. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> all right. He has very strong opinions but doesn't like when they're challenged. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, not everyone likes that. I guess.
0: I don't know. You guys want to? You guys want to order this top ten so we can get out of here?
1: Yeah, sure. Exploding barbed wire deathmatch. I agree. Number 10.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't see it being higher than that.
1: Uh, hmm.
2: Would we?
0: Hmm. Do we put Hell to Cell at nine or eight? Nine? Nine. And then Rehost Serena Deep at
2: eight? Sure. I think Rehost Serena D belongs a little bit higher.
1: What would you put below okay, it? Okay, how about how about Cardona Gage at eight? Oh, Cardona Gage is
2: Cardona Gage if Cardona Gage is not in the top half, um, I, think, I think that should be in the top half. Okay. If you ask me, Cardona Gage is the top one.
0: I wouldn't go that far yet. I wanna
2: I want I would I would rest. say I would say Lucha Lucha Bucks then Riho Deep. You're gonna put Lucha Bucks that low? It's really good. It's another Lucha Bucks match. Yeah, it's one of the better Lucha Bucks matches. it, it wow. fucking ruled, but it's a I, Lucha Bucks match. It's a known quantity.
0: I'd put that above uh,
1: the, the Riho deep match I'd put that above Riho deep
2: where are we putting Walter Druganov real high or right. putting <laughs> that real fucking high
0: holy uh. shit uh. it's going well, it's going I, above Suzuki and Brian I know that much
2: I just feel like Walter Druganov was not as good as the NXT UK match last year I agree
0: I I also agree with that, but it was that doesn't mean it wasn't fucking amazing. Okay.
1: Here's okay, hear me out. Danielson Suzuki at eight. Ooh. Riho Deeb at seven. Oh, uh, I'd put it above it. Walter Druganov at six. I can I can live with that.
0: Wait, so we're putting the Lucha Bros and Young Bucks above all of those?
2: Walter Druganov at five, bros bucks six.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Like, yeah. Okay. I, I want to see this list start, you know. Foster, if you can start rearranging them so I can actually see what this looks like before. What do you I, think I've been doing? Not I'm aware. I'm just saying, I want to. Before I'm like fully like, yeah, this is great, I want to see it. Uh, hmm. Do we
2: put. I say. Uh, Blair, Bank, Blair Banks 4.
0: No, I was going to put Britt Baker on the row at 4.
2: Okay, Baker-Rosa 4.
0: Cardona-Gage at 3?
2: Cardona-Gage was better than Blair Banks. Hmm. I don't know I, I, that. I... There is only one match on here that I would be willing to even hear the argument for being better than Cardona Gage.
0: Well, that's because it's going to be number one.
2: As I said, there is only one match that I will even hear the argument for. John,
0: John, what do you think? Do you think Cardona Gage at three or two? Two. I think it should be three, but I want to hear your thought.
1: I... I agree with you, Owen, that three, but, like, I'm I'm okay with it being a two. Yeah, all right.
0: That Sasha-Bianca match was f- incredible.
1: I, uh, the, yeah, that to me is, is number two. I also like, th- I think, think it should be two, but if Oscar's In that... In fact, man. yeah, no, actually, I do think it should be two. All right, good, fine, thank you. All right, if you're gonna fight for it, I'll fight for it. I, I don't know, like, look, Gage, look... Gage Cardona was great, but like Gage Cardona
2: is one of the best death matches I've ever seen. Yeah, but it's still a deathmatch. I look, I get that it's not I get that it's not for everybody. And I'm I I understand that, but this is this is the This is the deathmatch that I feel like you can show to someone that isn't on board that isn't necessarily on board with death matches and they would understand the appeal if not necessarily i think it's the kind of match that you can definitely go this isn't for me but i understand why you like this whereas most i feel like a lot of death matches you look at and it's like what the fuck is wrong with you
1: I feel like okay, I still figured get that. I figured out a way to I I think I figured out a way that I could, that we can make this list better and like really, you know, sell the point that Oscars. Made. OK, I want to hear it. <sighs> Switch Walter Druganov with uh, uh, Baker Rosa. So wait, where would it go? Baker Baker Rosa drops down to five. Walter Druganov moves up to four. Yeah. Okay. I can live with that.
0: And then, we put. Uh, Bianca and Sasha at three.
1: I was thinking that we put Cardona Gage at three.
0: Oh, uh, we're that I'm okay with that. But Cardona Gage, yeah, at, Cardona think. Gage
1: at three is the argument that we were having. I think. I know. I know. So, I, so I'm. I know that's why that's why I was saying and yeah we keep it at three but we're we're moving the we're moving gauge and, and we're moving the other unsanction the other death match away from it but I think the other death match
2: was still better than Walter Druganov
1: I don't agree with that
2: and I mean look I get it I'm the death match person in this in this room
1: for a I, oh, would, I, I would admittedly say I think I think they're kind of I think they're kind of comparable, those those two matches, so I could go either way on it. I just, you know, I think it's one of those things where it's like, if anything, I feel like the the women's lights out match has more of an effect because it is a women's lights out match and we never get women's death matches. Yeah. That's why I think it should be number four.
2: Hmm. Yeah. It's number 4. That's number 4. Belair Banks. Four,
0: if it's number 4 then Cardona's number 3.
2: The only reason I'm willing to move it down to number 5 is a compromise to have Cardona at number 2. Because I as I said there's only one match I reckon I would even be willing to hear the argument for that match being better than and I know that I'm and I know that that's an argument that it That I have no chance. I have no chance of it being number one, but it's number two.
0: All right. then if that's the deal, then I would move Walter Dragonov back down. Then I would put the the death match in number three. I still think it's a big deal. It's in. It's in the top three. Yeah. So I'm I'm okay with it being number three. I I just I don't like it
2: so much better than Belair Banks. Belair Banks is great.
0: I think that's one of the best women's matches I've seen.
2: Yeah, it is. But Cardona Gage is one of the best matches I've seen.
0: Yeah, but I'm still not crazy about death matches. Even though you're saying you can show this to a person who doesn't like death matches, and they oh, I get it. It's like, no, I still don't get it.
1: It's still freaking violent and as and hell. Me, I, I and honestly, that to me is where I is where I'm leaning towards too. Like, it's the best of a super hyper specific thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and and it's it's awesome for that. Like, yeah, there's a reason that we'd have it at number three because it's fucking fantastic and a, and like a, an incredible death match, but it's still a death match I feel like again at the end of the day I feel like if you're someone that doesn't like deathmatch wrestling this is not going to make you like I
2: never it. said it's gonna make you like it
1: but I feel like it elevates the death
2: match beyond just you know it, it tells it, it, it beyond what the average beyond what someone that doesn't like death matches I feel thinks about death matches this isn't just you know, as as someone that enjoys tournament of death shit, I get the argument of like it's just dudes in a field beating each other with glass. I don't get it. This is a death match that feels like it has actual and not to diminish other death matches cuz I think a lot of death matches have actual artistry even the stuff that gets dismissed. But this is, you know, the way the crowd I think the crowd plays so much into that match as well. I think um you know like i think it's it's a masterclass of in-ring storytelling it is brutal as hell which is exactly what you want it feeds into it feeds into everything that i want from wrestling
0: i still think the strongest thing about the cardona gauge stuff is the stuff around the match more than what was actually in the match the stuff in the match was good. I just think the strongest part was all the stuff Cardona did once he, you know, took that belt and ran with it.
2: All right, bump Walter st- Druginov down to five and make the death match three.
0: Yeah, I, I again, it's still in the top three. It's not like not just in the top half; it's in the top three. I think that's a huge accomplishment for this for a match that's in GCW. A, a, a organization we didn't even know about a year ago.
2: C W was on our list last year.
0: Well, I didn't recognize. Well, yeah, because it was was that the one, with the Invisible Man, Invisible Stand. Yes. Yeah. Well. That was actually
2: in twenty nineteen. G C W has been on there for for a minute.
0: I know, but not. I'm talking about people outside of us. Did it? I, really I know, know what
2: you? you're talking about. Again, I'll. I'll concede it. I'm I'm okay with that.
0: Okay, I think I think it's a huge accomplishment for it. I think I think I'm happy with this list. And of course, you know, for the folks at home, obviously, Adam Page and Omega from Full Gear is number one. That was not an argument. It was everything else around it that we had to argue about. Is everyone happy before we lock it in? Looking at our our in this order.
2: I'm happy. I'm I'm sad. I'm... This is satisfactory.
0: I agree. Then let's run through this. Let's run through everything. And then at the end, I'll give the top 10 order for match of the year. So, to recap. Best new theme song. The winner is Dark Side of TR, FTR's theme, with the runners-up. Uh, Tarzan Boy for Jungle Boy and Redeemer for Miro. What a good fucking theme. Agreed. Most potential in the next year is Hook and the runners-up are Danhausen and Bron Breaker. Best show aesthetic is Impact Throwback Throwdown 2, the runners-up, NXT New Year's Evil, and AEW Full Gear. Most improved is Matt Cardona, the runners-up Miro and Tay Conti.
2: Dot yeah, I'm. you coolest. know what? We, I, I'm okay. Matt Cardona and Nick Cage got their due in a lot of places.
0: They sure did.
2: I kind of forgot how many places they got their due.
0: It's been a long show. Dot coolest spot. The Young Bucks fuck up a dunk, hit a pile driver from Fight for the Fallen. The runners-up, Moxley escaping the one-winged angel with the power of explosives from AEW Revolution and a goddamn thumbtack shoe from AEW All Out. That coolest moment is TNT airs an ad for Domino's just as Nick Gage's pizza cutter is on Jericho's head from Fight for the Fallen. Runners up, Hornswoggle plays a sad song for The Shield from Element Clips, and Johnny Gargano reveals the special War Games figure to Adam Cole from Mattel's Amazon Keithley. live stream. Lee! Keith the best Dark Side of the Ring episode is the ultra-violence of Nick Gage. The runners-up are a collision in Korea and in the shadow of Grizzly Smith. Best promo or non-wrestling segment is CM Punk and MJF murder each other from the November 24th episode of Dynamite. The runners-up are a paid advertisement for all elite wrestling from the December 8th, 2020 episode of Impact, and Arn Anderson tells Cody about his clock. From the September 29th episode of Dynamite.
1: Owen, if you're Keith Lee and your car is getting robbed, what would you do? I'd I'd
0: show him my action figure for the Wargame set. I'd disappear off television. That is what you
1: do. Fuck. (laughs) He's not even in the company anymore. I'd pull out my G1 Megatron Transformer.
2: Best show! (laughs) This sucks. I'd I'd wrestle Dominic Dijakovic.
0: (laughs) Not anymore, he's not in the company.
1: Did they get rid of Dijakovic too? No, no, Keith Keith Lee isn't. His name is T-Bar, thank you. Yes,
0: T-Bar is still in the company. Dijakovic is gone forever. Best show is AEW Dynamite, The Runners-Up, Dark Side of the Ring, and Broken Skull Sessions. Best surprise is Chris Jericho openly discusses AEW on WWE Network slash Peacock from The Broken Skull Sessions. The Runners-Up are both from All Out, Minoru Suzuki. A thing that will never happen again. It's true. The runners-up Minor Suzuki at all out, and Adam Cole and Brian Danielson debut in the same same segment at all out.
2: I mean, it might happen again. It's just that Peacock's so shit, you will never see it.
0: Yeah, those are run ads over it.
2: Ads for Domino's.
0: Shit. Best special entrance: The Dark Order are cowboys from Fight for the Fallen. The runners-up are Chris Jericho enters to no music from the August eighteenth episode Dynamite. And MJF enters as a face in Long Island with a video package about what it means to be a hero from the December 8th episode of Dynamite. Best new gimmick is Matt Cardona, ECW original. Runners up, heel young bucks, fashion icons, and Brock Lesnar, overalls and ponytail farmer monster. Best non-in-ring performer is Dan Lambert. The runners up are Taz and Kev Nash shoots on this. I'm real glad that we got that in there. Best uh, or The Tag Team Slash Stable of the Year are the Young Bucks. The Runners-Up are the Lucha Bros and American Top Team. The Women's Division Wrestler of the Year is Bianca Belair. The Runners-Up, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Thunder Rosa. The Men's Division Wrestler of the Year is Hangman Adam Page. The Runners-Up, Kenny Omega, and MJF. Best feud-slash-storyline is Matt Cardona vs. Nick Gage. The runners-up, CM Punk vs. Eddie Kingston, and The Fall and Rise of Adam Page. Best event is Brody Lee's Celebration of Life. The runners-up are AEW Full Gear and AEW Rampage Grand Slam. And our top 10 matches of the year. At number 10, from AEW Revolution... Jon Moxley versus Kenny Omega in an exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW Championship. A match with a great
1: ending that everybody loved. Just like this podcast. podcast. Oh my God.
0: From WWE Crown Jewel, it's Edge versus Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Cell match. At number eight, AEW Rampage, the buy in, we had Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. From AEW Double or Nothing at number seven, yes. Sorry, seven not, does no, come before eight. I, I, again, I'm. It's, it's been a long podcast. Make listen. ten
2: with your make ten with your fingers. Take Shut one up. finger away.
0: Shut up. Shut up. From AEW Double or Nothing, number seven, Rhea versus Serena Deeb for the NWA Women's World Title. Number six from AEW All Out. It's the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks in a steel cage match for the AEW Tag Titles. At number 5, from NXT TakeOver 36, it's Walter vs. Ilya Dragunov for the NXT UK Championship. At number 4, from the St. Patrick's Day Slam, it is Dr. Britt Baker DMD vs. Thunder Rosa in an unsanctioned lights-out match. At number 3, from GCW Homecoming Night 1, Matt Cardona vs. Nick Gage in a death match for the GCW World Title. At number 2, from WrestleMania 37 Night 1, Bianca Belair vs. Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And at number 1, our Pro Wrestling Doc Cool's Match of the Year, from AEW Full Gear, Hagman Adam Page vs. Kenny Omega for the AEW Championship.
2: <sighs> we did it. Honestly, I'm surprised that, with very little exception, there was not a lot of hotly contested stuff this year. It's
0: as if I planned the timing to do this so that you wouldn't have the energy to.
2: I would disagree about that.
0: Well, you still didn't argue it, so it's fine. It got a little spicy at the end there, but it worked out. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me for just under four hours. Of pro wrestling discussion.
1: We we did it. I'm so angry.
0: Well I've got good news for you John. We got another podcast to do. So check that out next week. As we do the worst of 2021. As if John isn't already angry enough. Make sure you check out ProWrestling.cool. And also patreon cool to get those fun lists that we worked our way down from. You can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Ozone. You you don't follow John anywhere. He doesn't he doesn't want you to follow him. I'm John, don't find me. <clears throat> you can follow Oscar over at Osaga the Great on Twitter and Twitch and TikTok and every other possible media platform you could
2: find have a user account on. They can I even Osaga the Great on Byte. I don't even know what the hell Byte is. You remember what Byte is, it's the Vine replacement. That's still around? I don't know. I slap the app on my phone.
0: Well there you go. <laughs> Just search Osaga the Great anywhere and you'll find Oscar. Do it for the memes. Thank you everyone hope everyone had a great christmas we'll see you in 2022 goodbye